Hey there, NASCAR fans. Have you got your copy of the latest edition of NASCAR Pole Position Print Magazine? If not, there's no better time than now to subscribe at PolePositionMag.com. NASCAR Pole Position is the only print magazine covering NASCAR. Officially licensed by NASCAR, NASCAR Pole Position Magazine is published throughout the NASCAR season, and each edition is an instant collector's item, backed with great feature stories and photography. The magazine is even mailed to you in a poly bag for those who love to collect NASCAR memorabilia. At PolePositionMag.com, you can even find past issues available to purchase. Get your subscription to NASCAR Pole Position and get great NASCAR content delivered straight to your mailbox throughout the season. Learn more at PolePositionMag.com. That's PolePositionMag.com. Hey y'all, Rick Houston here, and I want to tell you about my new show, the Moonshine and Motorsports Racing Podcast. I've partnered up with the state of North Carolina Department of Natural and Cultural Resources to help uncover the history behind moonshining mountain boys, professional wheelmen, and the backwoods and city lights of the Tar Heel State. In the first episode, I sat down with Winston Kelly at the NASCAR Hall of Fame for a little behind-the-scenes gossip about Junior Johnson's engineering skills. He's got two things in his hand, pipe wrench and channel lock pliers, and they weren't new. They yeah. had been, they had been yeah. around the block a time or two. What's the first deal they built, I bet? No, no. You know, you could, I think they were, they had, the, the pliers had been red before, but paint had worn off. And in the second episode, I talked to a professional hillbilly, a.k.a. Dr. Daniel Pierce of UNC Asheville, to find out the real history of moonshiners and their battles with the revenuers. He wrote about one of his experience of trying to chase down this uh, this bootlegger and this this souped up car, and he he complained that the government gave him these piece of crap cheapo cars and that, that were really no match. But he thought he was doing pretty good, and then the guy just hits it and just takes off and practically disappears. But then the guy makes a bootleg turn uh, and comes back towards him. And as he said, it was a game of chicken, and I was the chicken. And so he ran off the road. And actually, he was the guy who, who caught Junior Johnson at his daddy's steal when Junior got tangled up in a, in a barbed wire fence. So check out the Moonshine and Motorsports Racing Podcast, available on YouTube, DailyDownForce.com, and all of your favorite podcasting platforms. And be sure to check out my regular show on NASCAR history, the Scene Vault Podcast. Eric Estep here. One of my favorite parts of being a NASCAR fan is collecting diecasts. It's how I got my start on YouTube, actually. To me, a room is not complete until it features shelves of NASCAR diecast cars. It's as good a time as ever to continue your collection or begin an all-new one by pre-ordering your favorite driver's 2022 next-gen diecast at LionelRacing.com or at any authorized Lionel retailer. Lionel is the official diecast of NASCAR, and don't miss Lionel Racing's NASCAR Authentics diecasts at a Walmart or Target near you. Not only is Lionel the official diecast of NASCAR, but they're also official supporters of the Out of the Groove Podcast Network. So what are you waiting for? Head to LionelRacing.com to order your favorite driver's 2022 diecast.
goodness gracious, I never get tired of watching that intro. MDK completely outdid himself. But how's everybody doing tonight? Happy Wednesday. Uh, I am Eric, your host this week of the NASCAR Weekly Podcast, a part of the Out of the Groove Podcast Network, joined as always by our usual panel. We've got to my left, I guess stage left, we've got Darian Gilliam, a.k.a. Black Flags Matter. We've got the iceberg, Jared Lumberg right here. Down to the side, Daniel Baldwin, Danny B. Talks. It's always weird when I use your full name, Danny. I <laughs> Daniel Baldwin. Passing. I, I, I think it's because it's my work computer, so it comes in as my work name. <laughs> very formal, very professional. Also joining us this week, an up-and-coming YouTube personality. We're joined by Tyler Stooksbury. You may also know him as Titan Lusoff on YouTube. How's it going, man? Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's super cool. Yeah, we're going to be talking all things Martinsville. We'll be talking Xfinity. We'll be talking Cup Series. A lot of uh, conflict, a lot of different storylines to get through tonight. We'll be talking about all sorts of news from the past week. And stay tuned because at the end of the show, as is per usual, we will be giving you all our picks, a variety of picks for all the action at Richmond this weekend. But to kick things off, folks, let's talk Martinsville. We'll go in reverse chronological order. So the Xfinity race was first. Well, technically they started the Xfinity race, then paused it. Then they started the cup race and paused it. And then they got the finish of the Xfinity race and then the finish of the cup. So it was kind of a weird schedule this weekend. We're going to keep with it. We'll begin with the, with the NASCAR cup series race at Martinsville. Martin Truex Jr. Becomes the first multiple time winner of the season. Win number two, his third in the last four Martinsville races. Darian, what do you think of uh, Martin Truex Jr.'s performance? He didn't have the dominant car, it seems like, but he was there at the end when it counted most. Well, first off, you know, didn't he uh, have a problem winning on short tracks not too long ago? And now, all of a sudden, that's all he uh, wins on nowadays. So, damn, longevity, that's something. But, you know, Denny Hamlin, man, it's just, once again, another case of uh, not coming in clutch when it uh, counts the most, unfortunately. Um, I know they were, you know, showing um, each other – uh, a lot of respect out there, but at the same time, I mean, I, I know it's a long season, they're teammates and stuff. I would have liked to see Hamlin be a little bit more aggressive with it, but I mean, Trex's car was just too strong towards the end there. It came on at the right time within those final laps and got out to nearly a three second lead there. Then Chase Elliott was able to, Chase Elliott got second, correct? He got second. Yeah, Chase second, mm-hmm. yeah. Hamlin fell yeah. third. And Chase Elliott, his car lit up when it counted, and he wasn't really running up front like that all day, though. But um, one interesting story, though, that I don't think has been talked about enough, um, I, this guy in particular stole the show, and not in a good way. Cody Ware dumped, <laughs> was dumping his own, his 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 dad's cars that his dad's up. His dad's the owner and him and James Davison were getting in this conflict. And apparently there was like quotes being said on the radio, which I, I don't think they were uh, uh, officially confirmed yet. But um, one was saying um, James Davison had said, your son's gone mental, blah, 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 and all that stuff. And then Cody's like, oh, I'm dumping him. I'm dumping him. And then his dad had said, oh, OK, that's it. You know, you need to uh, uh, you need to uh, you need to cut this out, you know, right now and all that stuff. So and then even Mike Joy was like. Oh, it's Cody Ware again. So I, I don't that, know, man. That was that was really funny. Yeah, it was funny, but I mean, it's really concerning too. It's like, ah, oh, this team is just—it's always something going on with these guys, man. Always. Hey, but but have, I mean, over they got four okay. full-time slots in the in the Cup Series, so there's yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. percentage-wise, there's always a good chance one of them's going to find find yeah, some trouble I, out there. I got some mixed feelings on that. But yeah, the whole point is this race overall was awesome. We had a 15 car pile up and then stores his car awesome. burst in the flames and stuff and then throwing stuff at Byron. You know, I got to say this Martinsville race in particular, I got to say 
Um, I put it in my personal top five, to be honest. I really thoroughly enjoyed this race. I saw in the Jeff Gluck poll, I believe it got the second most positive score of the season behind, can you believe it, Las Vegas of all races, of all tracks. <laughs> Las all Vegas right. is still the most, it's still the most people, popular. I get maybe people like mile and a half more than they've been letting on. No, well, they like certain mile yeah. and a half, and Vegas is one of those. Ah, they love all the gambling references of Vegas. Mm. That does it for yeah. them. <laughs> well, uh, Tyler, you, Darian mentioned that big pileup. Did you expect to see a 15-car pileup at Martinsville and – how the whole wreck even got started. I mean, what what did you make of, of that whole deal? Did uh, did Kyle Busch and Chris Buescher take things out on each other too heavily on the racetrack, or do you think it was just, just unfortunate? Well, I mean, you got to remember, it's like Martinsville. It's not a very wide racetrack in particular and stuff. You got one, maybe two grooves that can really come in. You just really uh, – there's not a lot of room to move around there. So, uh, you know, Kyle Busch, like, you know, they uh, – it's a racing incident. Everything, I, most of what happens at Martinsville, uh, just because of the nature of short track racing, you can just kind of chalk it up to, to that pretty much in my mind. Yeah, Kyle Busch being aggressive with how he kind of dive bombed the corner, but then afterwards he and Busher they they make. I don't know if I, it seemed like people at first thought Busher might have like turned down on him on purpose because he was angry, which I get. I understood why you'd be angry. Maybe not the smartest way to take it out right there. But another people pointed out that. He was kind of higher up in the track. Maybe he just got loose. Either way, it wrecked a lot of cars. We saw Daniel Suarez throwing a water bottle at William Byron. You're biting your tongue, Darian. What, what, what's going on? Well, I, I, I'm, I had to beg the question, why is Kyle Busch back there in the first place? What's going on? What's going on with him this year so far? <laughs> hey, he had, didn't he have a bunch of – didn't he have damage before the incident? Cause it was yeah, yeah. I, he cut a tire. Yeah, yeah he cut a tire a, and stuff. He had but a I mean, little bit of issues. Yeah, just the overall performance to start 2021. I mean, I mean ooh, it, wasn't just, there, it wasn't all there in 2020 either. This yeah, yeah. I figured now. we'd see more. But, I mean, yeah, it's basically the same. Jarrett, you love short tracks. What did you think of uh, of Martinsville? <laughs> well, I, I think I've made it pretty well known that Martinsville is my favorite track. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I've, I, from default, I loved it. Um, even, even last year when everyone was complaining, I think, about the spring race not being that good or about the 2019 races not being that good, I was like, I mean, it's better than most. Um, I enjoyed it for the fact that you really saw just about everything that everyone says they want in a short track race or in racing in general in NASCAR. Um, you saw a lot of comers and goers, you know, Denny Hamlin in, in the pros, in the uh, post-race pressers was saying that, um, you know, the stat sheet will make it look like we dominated, but we had short runs that made it, you know, inflated the number of laps led. And he was saying how, for instance, Blaney, uh, Truex, Elliott, you know, we're generally better cars. Uh, and, and you got to see that as, as you had Denver's long runs. Uh, so I enjoyed that. Uh, as for the, the giant pile up, <laughs> that was great. I'll, I'll admit, I saw that and I just, I started laughing because I mean, it's like, you really only see that once every, you know, only in NR 2003, you can see something like that. Really, I, I mean, it, it reminded me when I crashed the field in Thunder 04. Yeah, honestly. yeah, that's going backwards. That's actually two weeks in a row we had a big pile up like that because technically mm -hmm. at Bristol there was a big pile up too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I just again, I, I did a video on it this week. I, I said it over and over again on Twitter. That race right there for the racing product we saw proves, you know, why we need more short tracks because. I would, I would love if we had at least one short track race a month uh, so we could have races like this more often, more drivers getting pissed at each other. I mean, you know, because everyone is freaking out over, you know, a water bottle throw. And I'm like, 
you know, that's cool and that was funny and all, but it, it, it's it's a it's a water bottle throw. Mm-hmm. Like that's it's not I like, really. I like that he was. We trying saw to, like, fighting. He was yeah, trying to like fighting. dart it through the window net. As well. it looked like he was aiming, <laughs> it, trying to like get it, hit Byron in the face if he could. He was like, I'll, yeah. I'll give him that one. He he he, he was channeling his inner Ward Burton on that. One, so I'll give <laughs> yeah. him that one. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, I mean, you know, we, yeah, we did see a fight, but I feel like if we had more races like this or chances to have races like this through the year, we would have more escalation through the year of drivers, mm-hmm. you know, going after each other. Um, so I, I think that, you know, that's really to me what this race shows is like, this is why NASCAR needs to fight for the fairgrounds. This is why if, you know, God willing, uh, they can make it happen. The two Marcuses can can bring back something like North Wilkesboro or bring back the rock or something like that. Just to have more of this kind of racing over time. This, this is why they're, ch- you know, a big part of why they're changing auto club to a short track because of good racing like this, good storylines that are generated and just basically giving us all something to talk about and, and, and entertaining the fans. So I loved it. If, if that wasn't clear enough uh, before saying it, uh, I really, you love really short track this. racing. What? Oh, I like that <laughs> short track racing. What? No, beautiful. Good, good, good luck trying to get the fairgrounds on a lot of Karen's. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. We got fairgrounds news later. Danny, oh, Karen's. Danny, Why has Karen got to ruin everything? Damn. Danny, we haven't heard much from you yet, but Blaney actually dominated this race. I believe he won both mm-hmm. stage one and stage two. It was a pit road issue. Ran over the pit gun, yanked the gun out of the box. That sent him to the rear. He drove back to finish. I think like eleventh. He can't catch a break though. He can't. Wasn't a good finish at all. Were you surprised at all to see Blaney run so? Because at the end of the day, once we got to the end, it was Hamlin and Truex. Like those guys, we know they're great short track racers. But were you surprised at all to see? Blaney runs so well. I guess I shouldn't be surprised. I mean, looking at Penske's performance there the last few years with Lugano and Kozlowski, they, they've always had pretty good cars there. Just, you know, in the end, it's not always going to finish that strong, I guess. I mean, Blaney, it's just, it's always something, man. And <laughs> and what sucks is we're in this era where, you know, winning is all that matters. You know what I'm saying? So, like, guys like Blaney, who run consistently up front week in and week out, who have hard luck, are totally underappreciated. We have people on Twitter saying that Blaney shouldn't even be in the 12. What? <laughs> Uh, I, I thought for a moment there, you know, Ryan Blaney, you know, one win a season Blaney. He's won one, yeah, one five race a straight, year. Yeah, five wins. Yeah, five so seasons, five wins. I mm-hmm. expected, I expected, or I did not expect him to be the guy knocking on the door being our first multiple-time winner this season. And lo and behold, fate uh, fate caught up with him. I, you know, we knew that that little comeback win at Atlanta a few weeks ago, that was so out of character for Blaney. Mm-hmm. We knew the somehow karma would catch up in some respect but yeah his time will come his time will come. they've shown they've shown consistently good speed to start this year so very uh excited he's earning that extension he signed last year with penske at least for the time being just heads up for everyone in the chat we will cover uh, or we will get to your super chats at the top of the hour so uh i appreciate the support we will be chiming in on those soon uh Really quick, Jared, do you know the playoff picture? Because now Truex with two wins, I believe mm-hmm. he, I guess Hamlin maybe still leads the overall standings, but playoff and, points, it's between him and Truex, right? And also, sorry, Danny, poor Alex Bowman and his hard luck this weekend too. I'm sorry. So That guy cannot catch a break this mm-hmm. season. They have been, they've been running good. They ran good at Bristol until they lost fourth gear. They was in second again this week, but... Was it a loose wheel hey, this week? It was a loose wheel, it, wasn't it? was it? a loose wheel, had the pit, and they were... Mm. They were they were like fourth or fifth, and they started fall. He started falling back. He was in like eighth, and then he had to pit out, out of eighth, and then got caught up. Three, he got caught up three laps down. A caution come out, 
might have even been for Cody Ware again. I don't know. Yeah. And and uh, speaking of which, I wanted I wanted to say something about that Cody Ware thing. And my, I had to go back and double check this because I thought my mind drew a blank and I was making this up. But I went back and found out this wasn't just like a couple years ago. Last year, this was posted oh, no. June of 2020 mm-hmm. from Toby Christie. Cody Ware announced on Twitter then that he will no longer ever continue his career with Rick Ware Racing. That's just <laughs> last year. Just last year he said what? this. What is going on there? Because <laughs> this come from his Twitter. He said, he said, I've been asked what my plans for the 2020 season are. And I guess this is still like, you know, in the beginning of the year. And he said, and I read a post where an employee of Rick Ware Racing has been ignoring questions about my plans, has sparked some questions. And he said, I wish RWR the best, but I will not be racing with them moving forward in my career. There we are. <laughs> well, it's that thing that Rick Ware Racing's been doing for him is bending over backwards oh. for him. Ah. Just, I, I don't know. He's, he's just, his whole, his whole, where is he going? Just bent, bent over. This you know? is, this, this is, uh, this has shit show written all over it, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, back, back to the, to the, the, the... I, I know, I know that's really irrelevant in the end, but I said, uh, <laughs> yeah. I said that, back to the playoff, uh, standings which is about as far from cody where as we is cody where in the top 16 is he in the top 16 no uh no i mean on my winston cup standings i do which by the way mean absolutely nothing so people need to stop taking it so damn serious uh he is ahead of Corey lajoy now um oh lajoy got jinxed by me i'm sorry yeah lajoy had his best run of the year going was up to like 10th i think at one point dude uh one minute after tweeting he's gonna get a top 10 boom Bands, uh, race is over. See, I t- oh when I tweet God. things, I'm just like, oh, hey, look at so-and-so doing so good. I don't tell people, oh, he's going to finish third. Oh, this is big. Like, but that's, know, that was the quickest tweet on, in NASCAR Twitter history to age poorly so fast. I, oh, my goodness. That was crazy. I was like, damn, damn poor guy. Uh, but as for the playoffs, uh, I, Truex getting that second win. I, I have to think a lot of people have to breathe a sigh of relief knowing that we're finally getting a bit back mm-hmm. um, to normal when it comes to – drivers that win actually conti- and, uh, consistently and winning this is a guy who only got one win last year too yeah yeah he has two let's go so i mean we got truex lugano larson blaney byron bell and mcdowell with the wins uh mcdowell, McDowell. he's doing good he's, what he's is he in like traditional points i'm not I'll, sure I'll to you, be completely you honest off. i'm looking up uh, so then when it comes to those above the cut line, the guys with a pretty good gap, uh, Denny Hamlin plus 194, uh, safe, safe wow. to say, you know, I think the points, be... I think he's the points leader. Right? He's he the points leader. He is he's seven the points top leader. fives and eight races or something. That's mm-hmm. freaking crazy. I mean, he would have to finish 11 points below consistently every single race, the rest of the year behind Alex Bowman to fall out of the playoffs at this point. Yeah. Um, no disrespect to Bowman, Danny. I, I don't think, uh, Denny's going to do that. Uh, Chase Elliott's plus so Chase Elliott's plus seventy five. Kevin Harvick plus sixty eight. Brad Keselowski plus fifty nine. Then you got the the drivers that are actually on the cutoff line, and it's realistic they could fall out in the next race or two. Not that it matters at the moment, um, but these are, I think, are the ones that if there are more surprise winners, need to be sweating a little bit. Kyle Busch is only plus twenty seven. Austin Dillon plus twenty four. Uh, surprisingly, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. and Chris mm. Busher are in there. Uh, Stenhouse plus 17, Busher plus seven, and then 16th, the final spot at the moment, Kurt Busch plus five. Mm. And then the four that it has on here below the cut line, 
Alex Bowman minus five, Ryan Newman minus 23, Bubba Wallace minus 33, and Ryan Priest minus 35. How about Bubba Wallace leading some laps straight up? That was good. That was good to see him run up front. Just yeah. can't get the finishes, yeah. unfortunately. Can't Still can't finish a race yet. Can't, they've, what, they've their third or fourth, 16th place finish of this season? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, still well, mid-pack, but, it, I mean. Did anyone, they're, they're showing yeah, they're getting speed. There. They're, they just got to, yeah, they got to finish races. Yeah. Did, did anyone verify? Um, McDowell is 16th in the traditional points, in case anyone wanted to know. Nice. Uh, yeah. Did Did anyone verify at all that stat that um, – Someone, I, I, oh, oh, oh. I think that bubble. was I think that was true. And you talk about the JTG thing. Yeah. Yes. So with mm-hmm. with what that means, at, even if it was like the forty seven or the thirty seven finishing higher, at least one of the JTG cars I think has finished above the twenty three in every race this season. Yeah. I, was it yeah. Na- NASCAR man who tweeted that? Who tweeted it? I can't remember who it was who tweeted I, it. It, it might have been NASCAR man because he's big on the stats. Because yeah. I think, was it Stenhouse or was it Priest who finished pretty good at Daytona? I think it was Priest. Yeah. I don't remember who it was, but I just thought it was interesting that the, the, you know, he quoted it as the NBA battle. Brad Doherty's teams have beaten Michael Jordan's team so far in every race this season. He's gotten the revenge because yeah, so. they, the Bulls and the uh, the Bulls and the Cavaliers used to play each other, Jordan and Doherty, and Jordan got the best of them. Jordan basically. is back to being that wide-eyed rookie. This is new territory for him. He has not been in this position yeah. in a while. Now but... Brad Doherty's like, you're in my world. Now. Hey, if you ask me which team is going to win first, though, I think we all know Doherty's sweating a little bit there. I think he'll go to Jordan yeah. actually. <laughs> Well, te- technically, Doherty's already got a win, so Michael's got to get two to catch up to him. That's hmm. true. That's true. That's right. That's right. But I want to ask you guys, time. like Ty- Tyler, uh, for instance, do you, do you have any um, – is there anyone that's in the top 16 or out right now that you think are just surprising, going to jump up or down? Like you, you know, with all the trouble Stuart Haas Racing's had this year, <laughs> I'm a little – like I'm surprised, like, Kevin Harvick's still, like – an eighth in the points like he's still like at least scraping by uh as well as he can you know um i don't know if that's surprising that he's up there but um you know it's just there's a lot of it with all the unique winners that we've had this early in the season it's just going to be uh it's just going to make those cutoff races and the races coming down um once right before the playoffs start just it's going to make them a, a little bit more stressful for a lot more drivers so um, you know, it'll be interesting for sure. Yeah, Stuart Haas, though, man, they're in a hole, and a I don't know, I, I, dude, not just in Cup, in Xfinity as well. I mean, even Riley Herbst <laughs> is struggling a little bit too. It's yeah. what is going, what is going on over there this year? Speaking, I, I know it. Oh, I say ahead. it every week, but I can't, I can't help but laugh every time they're like. This is the same car that Chase Briscoe last <laughs> they, year won eight races with. Dude, and I'm like, what they always the mention it. Was, they man. mention it too. They're like, they always make sure to put that stat in. They there. really <laughs> try. This week on a restart, they're like, look at Ryan Priest in third. Let's follow him on the restart. One lap, he was an eighth. <laughs> on equal tires. It's just like, I think he even had the bottom uh, on the, the third lane. I don't know. Just, and it's just every week, week in, week out. Uh, but we all know Stuart Haas Racing is in trouble now and for the foreseeable future. they got to turn things around quick. You mentioned the Xfinity Series, guys. We'll talk about that in a minute. But before we do that, let's wrap things up with the Cup Series race. Jarrett, do you have the famous iceberg poll? Or do we want to do the that? Poll! Or do we the want poll! to talk ratings first? We'll do poll first. Let's hear what the fans say. We don't care about what TV says. We yeah, care about what our TV fans ratings. thought of the what blue emu from martinsville yeah whatever i got it's i got you, i, I got try you. to give the sponsors their shout out i mean they pay good money for those title <laughs> sponsorships all right i try so, to reward them 
It's always going to be the Subway 500 to me, but go ahead. <laughs> I, got, I got you all right here. Uh, I asked, what did you think of the 2021 Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief 500? Well, you got the full uh, name. Yes, yes. Yeah, full, full name of there. <laughs> I can't wait to, I, I just can't wait to put down, what did you think of the Bushy McBush race for? Oh, that, I didn't <laughs> even think about wait. that. Cannot yeah. wait. What is that, I, Kansas I, or something? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, Kansas. And just to uh, remind you all, that will be on Kyle and uh, Kyle Bush's birthday. So <laughs> Very random. Well, I yeah. guess, yeah. Anyway, so 12.7 thousand of you voted, which is the fifth most voted one so far, both this year and all time. Uh, so we did not break any records this week. Uh, 42% of you thought this was a great race. 39% said it was a good race. 13% said average. 3% said below average, and 3% of you thought that this was a bad race. Uh, my condolences for you, because I don't know what the hell you're You thinking. don't know what good racing is. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Rick Ware racing fans. Denny yeah. Delivers has the top comment. I am not surprised whatsoever. Y'all got to stop liking the same people's comments. I, dude, uh, they got a little group thing going now. Like, like the comments. I could be at the show. <laughs> uh, so no one. Absolutely no one. Martinsville backstretch and how, how do you pronounce it again? It's like uh, Suez, Mate- uh, Suez Canal Suez or whatever. Canal? Suez Canal. Suez I think that's Canal. how you pronounce it. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I get it. Suarez Canal. Yeah. Yeah. He like was involved. Hey, he was the one on yeah. fire. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, 48 Nation says that was a classic Martinsville race. Best race of the season, in my opinion. That was incredible. Nice Cal Petty reference to watch Truex and Hamlin battle side by side for like 10 laps hey, that hey. did that did have gordon johnson 07 vibes for a little bit yeah yeah and i, I like how the same thing it was clean too it was clean no bumping either that's Dude, what Truex. i was gonna say martin tricks jr he has easily earned oh, the title of the cleanest driver in nascar currently yeah. i'm not gonna say of all time but currently it, i feel like the art of clean driving has kind of been lost on in the last 10 years martin mm-hmm. tricks jr he is stubborn as it gets he is upholding that tradition to, to the extreme yeah. Making Mark Martin proud. But yeah, all I ever yeah. all I ever hear people say about him is that he just complains that people race him hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's actually the reason. I mean, a lot of people in here that voted below average or bad voted that way simply because Martin Truex Jr. was there. <laughs> he does whine too much, though. Like, let's admit that though, he does whine a little. Well, too he, much, he expects so. everyone else to uphold his same. <laughs> no, it's, no, you're crazy. Yeah, no. No. It's a new era, new era. <laughs> uh, Southeast Cup Series put here that Mike Joy lightly roasting Cody Ware was golden. <laughs> that was lightly? That seemed like it was like directly. Yeah, like, it, yeah. it almost sounded like he was mad when yeah. it was Cody. Like when he's the one that he's spun like, James Davison. Like, hey, <laughs> caution is out. Cody Ware. <laughs> oh, it's Cody Ware. Oh, <laughs> you know what it kind of reminded me of was... 2016, I want to say it was at Talladega. Matt Kenseth nearly flips into the infield, and Daryl Waltrip's like, Matt Kenseth. Like, <laughs> like, his fault. He oh, can control Matt it. Kenseth, come on. Why'd you, why'd you have to go and do that? Oh, my God. I'm like, I'm sitting there. I'm like, it's anyone's what? fault. It's Danica's, but okay. <laughs> yeah. It's no one's fault here. But um, Caleb Leno, he put one on here, said the person holding the Boo Logano sign is an absolute chad. Yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome. They, they gave that kid a lot of screen time, too. They, like, held <laughs> that shot for several seconds like to get the point across. <laughs> yeah. I, I did not think that me taking a picture of a kid holding a Boo Logano sign would be the <laughs> most, like, just 
yeah, the most uh, liked thing. and retweeted <laughs> tweet I have ever put on Twitter. Oh, wait, that's um, like an all time. That's an all time thing. <laughs> yeah. And because I had like 1200 likes and like oh. 150 retweets and uh, the really cool thing. And I want, I, I don't have his name up uh, on my screen right now, but the kid's dad actually responded to the tweet and posted mm-hmm. a picture. And I, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. That's um, awesome. Yeah, just just a fun thing. You don't see that that very often anymore. Yeah, there's so not as much passion. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel like the era me and Jarrett got into NASCAR that was more prevalent. You know, I mean, I grew up watching you know Jeff Gordon getting you know, pelted <laughs> with beer cans and stuff, which is why I was um I was not too fond of somebody uh, throwing a beer at Truex when he was doing his burnout, and also even that- Truex gave him the uh, the finger as well. So. Uh, as he should, because that was an awesome burnout, actually. Yeah, so yeah, some respect. Come hey, on. He was just trying to add to the smoke. He was like, oh, it'll fizz up and look even cooler. He was just trying to <laughs> add, the yeah. add some water effects to the thing. Have any? There's a Chase Elliott fan, probably. Have any of <laughs> you guys ever brought a sign to a racetrack like that? Like, even yeah, to like, no. what, what, no, did, no. what did your say, you. Jared? I got you. Oh no! Well, we know this one. But... Hello, hello, children uh, and everyone at home. We're going to have a show and tell time with the iceberg. Um, so oh, back in 2007, back in 2007, uh, there was a free the eight campaign when Dale Jr. was going to be a free agent uh, leaving DEI. And it was headed by Ricky Rackman and Rutledge Wood on race day. Rutledge. Well, I made one. Oh, oh too well. That is wide. That's a fatty. That's, That's fantastic. A fatty. <laughs> there it is. Can you see it pretty well? Yeah, mm-hmm. I see it. That's Very nice. well done. Oh, and that's a dollar I lost in a bet that year. Um, so, yes, I brought a sign to a track, and I was I was very proud of it. Ah, an artist. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Oh yeah. Um, nobody else. Nobody else ever brought a sign to a track. No, no. I, I don't think I ever have. No, I, no. I haven't even brought a sign to a wrestling show. So, <laughs> to, to be fair, uh, I was nine when I made that. Yeah, that was good. That was good. My, my uh, dad one time he brought. Uh, we went to like it was my first race ever, and uh, it was like 1998 Die Hard 500 or something. My dad brought the head off of a Jeff Gordon cardboard <laughs> oh, cutout it's one of and those. like <laughs> like waved it. You know, it was great. I always wanted to get one of those like big blow up heads that are like giant, you know, that you see like college basketball games or something. Yeah. I want one of those of like every driver, and I just want to be able to like shuffle through them during the week. Like as they pass by. Have you guys noticed this? I want to ask you, Tyler, because I noticed this. Kevin Harvick fans are the most like active fans in the stands at races. They're always waving yeah. things at Kevin Harvick and like standing up every time he goes by. Have you noticed the same thing? Because I think I'm going crazy. Yeah. Uh, well, Ke- Kevin Harvick's the interesting thing. He has a bunch of like old uh, Dale Senior fans, mm-hmm. like because mm-hmm. they got a little bit of that, that Dale split too? there. Did Dale get like pointed at every time he went by the track? Did people wait? Oh his... yeah, oh yeah, for imagine. sure. It, but it depends on who you're talking to, too. You know, mm. some people are just very, uh, you know, there's a lot of different opinions there. <laughs> a lot of passion. Uh-huh. Jared, who is the? We haven't, we haven't gotten to the last comment. Who is the last comment? <laughs> Not yet. There's there's oh. a few more here that I, I want to highlight, or at least one more, from By Not. Uh, so a newer person said, friendly reminder that Cody Ware just got the green light to race 220 plus miles per hour Indy cars in the Indy 500 next month. Oh yeah! Oh oh oh! I did. Oh, I didn't. Even, I forgot about that. Oh no! You know, Davison oh. like is running full time or not almost full time cup instead of the Indy Five Hundred. I believe Cody Ware yeah. is part of the reason 
why, perhaps. Although it sounds like the full-time <laughs> cup gig is pretty sweet. Mm. I mean, let's be real. That's, that's going to be <laughs> I just love looking at the chat right now. Look <laughs> at the chat. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I just... I just hope that you know nothing happens, no, no crashes or anything like that. Because I hate and, to see, I hate to see that, I hate to see that Indy car get all, you know, bent in the metal or anything like that. And and like, damn it, um, Daddy, we're I'm not, drinking. And 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 we're not like against him running it and stuff. Like it's just like it's it's very odd to me. You know what I mean? Like just he he um, causes a nuisance in the uh, in the Cup Series and stuff. And like Indy cars, these are much more dangerous you know race cars and stuff open wheel going 220 230 you know straight up at at indianapolis like mm, i don't know we'll does he have any goes. open wheel experience i don't know that's what i was saying like, I, rolex, not to my knowledge that's not open that, wheel but he did run the rolex yeah right? denny yeah. delivers in the chat said uh that he ran the barber test the one oh. that jimmy johnson ran earlier okay. this year he has a lot of so. road course experience i know that. yeah but yeah. road courses and oval in, in indycar i mean mm -mm, it, nah. it, but like indycar and then like on an oval, you know, yeah, that's yeah. that's extremely dangerous. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like mm -mm. so we'll see how that goes. If I'm not mistaken, I could very well be I've seen some of David Land's reporting on on the tests, and if I'm not mistaken, Cody Ware is the only per or Jimmy Johnson is the only person slower than Cody Ware on in the test. Mm. Poor Jimmy. Yeah. Poor Jimmy. Oh well, Jimmy. Yeah. Um, so the user uh that has the last comment uh so tyler what we do each week is we vote whether the last comment will be positive or negative because it's it's actually a mixed bag sometimes Just based on who the name is so the the profile is eric Estep's twin brother <laughs> well if i'm so positive Beautiful. this guy is if he's my like twin he's got to be like the polar opposite yeah negative yeah, yeah i'm saying i'm going yeah, with negative. i'm gonna go negative he's a hater Excuse me, my cable bill is so overpriced just to see one rain-delayed Martinsville race. WTF, uh, why do the races have to be on friggin' cable unless I learn how to commit tax fraud? I can't pay my, my cable bills. I'm going to write, you spelled right wrong, uh, a letter to NASCAR producers about my dilemma. Uh, you spelled that wrong as well. Uh, to make matters worse, Chase Elliott finished second. Again, I hate Cable and Truex. Damn. <laughs> I'm going to go wow. negative on that one. Why are these comments yeah. always so long? Usually it's just like first. How is it? Wow. Yeah, I don't know, man. They're able to, they're able to get them mm. in in time. Mm. Damn. Uh, so it's funny because this was like the first cup race on Cable of the year, I think, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. it is. So this guy did not, that did not sit comfy with him. Mm -mm, not at all. <laughs> Uh, so thank you for everybody who's voted on the past poll. Let's see if uh, I don't know about Richmond, but I think Talladega we can beat that record. I think I think we can get the fifteen thousand threshold. Hey, if we oh, can yeah. just get a race that's run as scheduled, I think that will help. Yeah, can lot. we just run a race on a Sunday and have it sunny and stuff like? I miss those days. I, I, the Rich, Richmond weather looks good. I checked; it looks pretty uh, solid yeah. this weekend. So. Yeah. Double thumbs up. We've just jinxed it. What were the TV ratings like for uh, the Cup Series race at Martinsville, Jarrett, before we get into the Xfinity Series race? Uh, Adam Stern had reported that the Cup race was down 9% from 2020 uh, and 6% from 2019, the 1.37 rating and a 2.299 million viewers. Uh, some things to, to add, you know, this race got rain delayed. I, I would guess that that actually wouldn't affect it too much comparatively seeing how Sunday always has about a 20% dip up 
or not dip up, uh, bump up compared to a Saturday night race. But at the same time, uh, you, you know, you can make the argument it not being at its time slot probably affected it. Um, 2020 was also run on the same night. It was supposed to be, uh, and I believe it went up against the Masters, which absolutely dominated mm-hmm. from what I yeah, saw. Yeah, Sunday Masters. afternoon. Ma- that's why the race was scheduled for Saturday night is to avoid Sunday afternoon Masters conflict because that's mm-hmm. like the championship. That's like when they yeah. crown the winner. Yeah, so ratings, not good. <laughs> Could be worse compared to the mm-hmm. start of the year, though. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's that's about it for Cup. I All really right. don't have too much to add. Beautiful. Well, we spent a good half hour on the Cup Series race. Meanwhile, the Xfinity Series race was arguably filled with even more storylines. The two big takeaways from this race, one, actually I'd say three. One, Josh Berry is obviously great at short tracks. Anyone who disputed that, he proved he could do it in an Xfinity car. Just his, what, 13th career start in Xfinity, he gets the win for Dale Jr. Oh, that was only his 13th? I thought he ran more races. No, oh, yeah, my very God. sporadic yeah. until this year. This yeah. is like the first year that he's actually running like a big mm. chunk of races made Dale Jr. emotional, according to Dale Jr. himself, at least. Mm-hmm. So really, cool he cried. Very. Second thing, him. my yeah. takeaway. And this just because he's my boy. Ty Gibbs is absolutely unreal. <clears> my <throat> God, he yeah. almost beat. He almost beat Josh Berry in this race. Was leading with like thirty to go until he uh, used up his stuff. Still finished top five. Yeah. But his average finish skyrocketed from one point five to two point three. Absolute yeah. garbage. Over. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about, Eric. He had his worst career finish this past I, week. Dude, to total. He's going down. <laughs> Hill. I even, I even told him on race. Twitter. I even DM'd him on 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 Twitter that stat and was like, "Oh, downhill from here now." So and my my third takeaway from this race is that sometimes you don't have to even watch the front of the field to find good drama. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's like racing for twenty eighth place, several laps down between Joe Grass Those are the best battles and Gray mm-hmm. Galding. So we'll talk about their brawl in a moment. But first off. I want to start with you, Danny, because it looks like you're getting kind of sleepy over there. I want to give you some. some <laughs> I don't, I don't even here. know. I don't even know why I'm fine. I'm fine, but I'm. Danny not. always looks tired. He always looks tired when he's, when he's like this. He's like, uh. <laughs> I think it's. I don't know. It's like, do you have like the light position, like right in front of your your like camera? Because I find when I like look into the light, that makes me tired. Yeah, you gotta squint it. Yeah. Well, not really. I mean, I don't know. Now I'm just, looking at it. I'm just spitballing. Then all right, then then. Maybe we have narcolepsy or something here. I don't know what's going on. Well, anyway, Danny, uh, what do you make of uh, Josh Berry? I know well, most of the panel here are big Dale Earnhardt Jr. fans, but it has to be pretty special for Dale Jr. to watch the guy he's believed in for years finally win himself a NASCAR National Series race. Well, it's even cooler because I live in Hendersonville, Tennessee, which is where Josh Berry is from. So the hometown guy got the win. And uh, I'm not surprised that he won at Martinsville because it does – play in to what he's been racing for the last few years being a being a light model driver on a lot of probably you know a lot of short flat tracks so it is really played in perfectly into his skills so i'm not surprised and he's the first driver to win in the jrm8 since they brought it back now what has it been two years now or three years yeah i think so around there. somewhere mm-hmm. around there i think it's two um, years yeah I, I know that uh it's the first time i think since 06 michigan that that wasn't oh, memorable at all. Yeah, uh, I that the eight one, that. I think the eight one for them in uh, or in some form for them mm-hmm. in the Xfinity series. Yeah, like I said, not not a memorable race at all. Mm-mm, nothing. <laughs> Nobody got booed. <laughs> totally not. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember logging on to DaleEarnhardtJr.com or DaleJr.com back in like fifth grade. So this was like two thousand and eight, and I even remember seeing at that time some little late model page on there. I'm like, what is this? And 
he's been helping Josh Berry for years now and stuff too. So I totally understand why Junior was uh, really emotional about this. Now, as far as Josh Berry running full time, I don't know about all that yet. I mean, his performances on the mile and a half, I, I, I just, nah, it's uh, just not uh, up to par yet. The, you know? A lot of it hasn't been, hasn't been his yeah, fault. Yeah, yeah, it hasn't been his fault. It, been he his doesn't. Fault. He doesn't have a lot of experience either. Yeah, just like, yeah he you know, just needs to get more. Yeah, yeah. I think after this year, you know, I, I haven't looked at what other races he's running this year really, but uh, if I think this is the year he gets some of that experience, mm-hmm. you know, maybe yeah, next year. Yeah, you know, I, I know at some point, you know, Sam Meyer is basically supposed to just take over that uh-huh. eight car at some point this year. And uh, I think Sam Meyer is actually probably going to, He's probably gonna actually get a win this year. I think he'll be a lot like Ty Gibbs in a way. I think he'll get a win this year, honestly. Yeah. Um, but you know, where does that leave any room for Josh Berry? Well, technically, I think in the Xfinity series, they're not subject to the you can only have four full time cars. So I, I mean if, if if they had the funding, yeah. they could they they still own the eighty eight in the Xfinity series. They could put a fifth car out there if they really needed to. I know talking to Josh Berry on Out of the Groove earlier this week, I asked him about, you know, what might it take to, you know, finalize plans either for more races this season, which he admitted was very unlikely. But what about 2022? He seemed to think that was certainly possible. And I think when talking to him, he was he's the way he phrased it is that he's still trying to figure out what a win like this will actually do for a guy like Mm -hmm. him in his career. Like how much Mm -hmm. added exposure will this get? How much, how many opportunities will this bring for him? But it sounds like he's hopeful that he could at least run a more, another part-time schedule next year. Obviously we know he's stout in the short track scene, great late mile driver. He's made a career name for himself down there, but he'd obviously love to get another or get a a big full-time Xfinity series opportunity. It sounds like his plan is looking towards 2022. Although I saw today, it sounds like one sponsor tire pro stepped up. They're going to sponsor him for two races this year that I guess previously, we're not yeah. going to be sponsored so there's and marcus and, lamonis i saw was tweeting kelly earnhardt so you never know it seems it seems like that's a deal for talladega i don't know if it's really confirmed but it seems like it they're working on something i tend to think they'll figure something out i, I feel like dale jr really wants it to happen um he's you know got to win under him now i think something will happen it's just a matter of who and who's going to be able to step up and fund them this i know that Junior is probably always like all the drivers who raced for his team, but this seems like the first driver who he's had this close of a connection to, mm-hmm. honestly, since Brad Kozlowski back in 2009. Ah, good point. Yeah, him and Kozlowski, yeah. they were really, really close back in those days, and they also won a lot of races too. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's understandable. I mean, he helped the guy, you know, in his uh, late model career just, you know, over a decade ago, and now it's come full circle officially. It- it definitely uh, reminds me of that as well as Dale Jr., Martin Truex Jr. vibes mm-hmm. too. I, yeah. I get, I, get I, I, I feel like it's like those two drivers and Josh Berry are like the three that he's just putting like invested just everything he can into. Um, I, I mean, it shows each time pays off. Mm-hmm. I mean, if uh, to, let's be real for Josh Berry's sake, let's hope that uh, that it, it ends out the same way, you know, become a, a cup champion, all that good stuff. That's yeah. Oh yeah. Cool. That's so, yeah. I've been, right. I've been saying it since uh, last year, what Dell jr. Has done as an owner and as a mentor driver coach kind of figure that right there alone is worthy of the hall of fame, let alone what he did as a driver. 
Oh yeah, he should get into the Hall of Fame as an owner, like as well too. So yeah, he's on his built plaque, a, an amazing program. On his plaque, they're designing it should make sure they have owner like driver. Yeah, and owner should be like on the same. Yeah. He's a though. he's an Xfinity Series uh, champion basically, and hopefully two someday. Time, time. Hope oh oh yeah, two time two time, and hopefully someday, uh, perhaps a Cup Series owner as a. Um, hey. as a champion, you know, you never know. He opened the doors that it was possible, yeah. but it, he, it, he also I, in the I same never thought, said it was unlikely that they're not I really never, working on it. I never thought that they'd even get that close, though, because even a few years ago, it was pretty much said, like, hey, they're not interested at all in that. But so. now with this, uh, now, you know, with, uh, you yeah. know, this uh, new car coming out and, you know, they're looking into getting a charter, maybe, you never know. So Junior is a, uh, a champion in the Cup Series as an owner, perhaps someday. I don't know. We'll see. The charter system, though, just makes it so complicated. Mm -hmm. There's so yeah. much competition even just to get a hold of one of those suckers. There's so much money up front and stuff. You really, it's a lot of work. Then I'm sure. That's something I'm, that's just going to happen. They're going to have to pre-medit. They're going to have to say, we're doing it. And yeah. put a lot of eggs in that basket. It's a Rick Ware, hand it over. I'm sure. I'm sure. I, I'm sure NASCAR would probably help. Maybe just a, le, a little bit for Junior. You don't think that would help him? Just a tad. Oh, they bit, absolutely like, would. Yeah, yeah. They can sure. I yeah, know. I mean, give him a little wiggle room here. We'll, we'll give you the special discount here, Junior. <laughs> <Doom bug. laughs> well, that is if there was NASCAR's you know charter to sell. The problem is now they'll be buying the charter from a Rick Ware from. Aspire, oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. And they're going to yeah, want to sell yeah. it for the most money they could possibly get. And with all mm -hmm. these potential bidders wanting in, we know twenty three eleven wants one. We know Trackhouse wants one because they're leasing their current one. There's all like like you said, Tyler. The, the they're expensive partially because they're so scarce, but also because there is a demand for it. That's. What I talked about on my show this week is I think Dale Jr. saying that the next gen car has made them think about entering the Cup Series. That's a huge, you know, uh, a huge endorsement of the next gen car and what it's set to do for the business mm -hmm. model. But it, at the same time, exposes the difficulties of the charter system. Like, wow, this new car makes it really affordable to get into the sport. But you now need a charter, <laughs> but, and there's only 36 of them. So, like, yeah, only 36 yeah. teams can race. So, who cares mm -hmm. if it's cheap if you still can't start a new team and get in there easily? Yeah. That's by design too, a little bit because it gives teams like Rick Ware Racing some, uh, some value, with yeah. really not having anything physical to back it. Just, yeah. you know, no. The teams that have the charter certainly it adds a sense of stability. And you know, one thing that is often overlooked. You know, we talk about, oh, I wish they had forty-three car fields. Now it's like, I wish they could fill the forty car fields. Like at the same time, you shrink the field size to thirty-six. That purse money now becomes a little bit more for each team that qualifies. So the 36 teams with charters might be getting a slightly high, larger slice of purse money. I'm sure they like that. NASCAR's trying to keep the big teams happy. At the same time, it sort of by default ends up keeping Rick Ware happy. But I think NASCAR is willing to <laughs> overlook that as long as Penske, uh, Gibbs, Hendrick, SHR. If they're happy, NASCAR's happy. It's just, nah, it is difficult because uh. it's, you know, Michael Jordan has the money right now to start two more teams. It could, you could put, you know, that could be competitive, but they don't have, there's not a charter available for them, so they're not going to do it. Mm. So there's still some roadblocks in there. This is we've we've jumped the shark on this conversation a bit. Before we move on from Xfinity, because we spent a long time on Martinsville, the Gray Galding Joe Graff Jr. Uh, brawl. Um, <laughs> uh, what do you think of that, Darian? So uh, so basically, I've been keeping track with Joe Graff Jr. for quite some time now on the side. Um, he's gotten into some beefs before uh, earlier this year, as a matter of fact, uh, or. Or actually, um, last year with uh, Jesse Little, actually, and they were like um, having a bit of a of a, a, a Twitter war last year, and then now this year too with uh, Greg Galding too. So um, these mid pack battles, I mean, they're 
Um, they're more entertaining than uh, what uh, people will, um, will uh, give these drivers credit for, just because, you know, these guys are fighting and scrounging for the last, you know, piece of the purse money and all that stuff. And what was funny is, too, uh, Greg Galding kind of got exposed here because he admitted on Sirius NASCAR XM radio that, yeah, I dumped him on purpose. And then somebody had uh, had played back the clip from Matt Kenseth admitting like, yeah, I did it. Uh, I did the same thing. So I don't know. Some people were like, uh, like, oh, it needs to be suspended at all. But I'm like, ah, it's it's a battle for 30th. Like, who cares? Yeah, I mean, it's entertaining. I'm sorry. <laughs> NASCAR has actually started to set a precedent that it's like, if you admit to doing something on purpose, you're not supposed to do like that. Or like, yeah. you know, say like, you know, spending yourself out on purpose. If you admit to these kind of things and just go out there and be like, I did it. Like that's just stupid as hell. They're good. He like, said yeah. it on serious X-ray. Yeah. Dumb. He was pissed. This was post race too, and like, um, apparently Joe Graff Jr. was saying stuff on Twitter, and then Greg Golden was saying stuff on the race. Oh, it, was, it, it, oh, it took like oh. three tries for Joe Graff Jr. to say something on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah delete and reset. <laughs> I like, didn't even hey, delete him. He just, he just like he like they were. I don't know if he's deleted him since then, but I think just, he did. Yeah. Three of the <laughs> same tweets with typos each time in him. Like, <laughs> he was so angry. Yeah. He was just <laughs> very. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yes, I like that. I like that slight variation. Uh, but um, but no, yeah, man. I mean, it, it's fun to see a fight, though. Like, I, I'm not going to complain on the ground, if I see too. a fight. Yeah. I, I never want to see a fight like every week, but it's nice when it happens, you know. Mm-hmm. When it happens, an, an actual year. fight, an actual yeah. fight too, actual an actual fight, fight. not when the happens, pushing. You want to see stuff land. Mm. Yeah, when it happens on a short track, it just feels more real than yeah. Yeah, none of this pushing, shoving. Oh, you hit me, I hit you. No, no, no. All this way, I like it. Also, also something you got to remember here for the Xfinity Series, them having the week off in Richmond. Their next race is Talladega, so uh, teams like that track position is more key. So when they're fight, what they're fighting for, they're fighting for a better starting position at Talladega. Then ah, good point, good point here. Yeah. Greg Golding, keep your mouth shut, man. Like, what are you doing? Don't do that. You want to lose your ride? Stop. Danny's favorite driver. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought about that, too. All-time favorite. Just uh, go get a Krispy Kreme and enjoy Greg Golding. (laughs) I think we can just all be thankful that Mike Harmon was there so that nobody got seriously hurt. Hey, Mike Harmon, we got a a big Harmon cameo there. Yeah, I'd love to see that. All right. Well, we finally uh, finished talking about Martinsville. So uh, great short track race. Got another short track uh, set of short track races this weekend at Richmond. Very, very exciting stuff. Um, But speaking of short tracks and potential future short tracks, Jared, I'll let you kind of take the lead on this because Nashville Fairgrounds have been in the news recently because uh, I guess the Nashville Fair Board has begun having those meetings, those discussions with local residents. Both sides have been weighing their arguments, trying to get approvals to renovate the track. What have you been hearing? Because it sounds like some of these, I know you have a video you're working on, but it sounds like some of these uh, residents who you know bought a house next to a racetrack now seem surprised that the racetrack is perhaps going to be used as a racetrack. Do, do, do. Do, do, do. What's, what's going on over there? My little ears is too loud. No, no, the track was here when I moved in, but now it's going to be used more. It needs to we, leave. Get it out. Get it out of here. We can get there. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, so a, a lot of this started off, uh, I believe, yesterday when this big headline came out being like, you know, one of the representatives there said there will be no NASCAR in 2022. And at least from what I saw, social media ran with it as like, you know, oh, this is this is why we need to go to Wilkesboro instead, and this is why this, and this is why that. There's more to it. Uh, 
The I Nashville. Think anyone, I, I didn't think anyone thought that it would be there in 2022. Anyway, that it's going to take a long time to get it. Done. Yeah, th- th- yeah, there's there's a lot there's a lot on it. Uh, so the Nashville Fair Board, uh, they had a meeting, uh, yesterday, uh, I believe. I think it was in the morning yesterday, mm-hmm. and they had there, there were like three separate sections to it. Um, it started out with people calling in about the Speedway expansion, as as they're calling it. Uh, after that, they they had Jerry Caldwell from Bristol Motor Speedway, which is the track and the group that is helping push this uh, as like a subset of SMI, uh, as answering questions from the different representatives, uh, giving the plan of what they've done so far, what they plan to do, what is on the table for for everything, planning wise, meeting wise, so on and so forth. And then after that, there was some other stuff about the MLS stadium surrounding all that. Now, the big thing they caught Twitter last night was the, the comments that people were, were saying in the calls. Um, if, if you are in any way informed about racing, it'll drive you nuts. I'm just mm-hmm. telling you now. Um, so many uneducated people, like in terms but, of what they know about racing. But I will say, I think anyone who's invested in this needs to listen to the entire thing because this is what we're up against in a sense uh, with the local uh, pushback to it. Um, there is a few of them. And again, don't send a bunch of hate to these people. You know, it's even though they have an opinion we don't agree with, like it's not cool to send a bunch of BS to them. Like, yeah, don't, don't... Do... Um, better, y'all. come on. Uh, go after which, the ideas, not the people is, is my big thing. I, I do want to say this because of what you just said, the national fair boards did do something pretty dumb because don't, they don't, asked, don't bring it. Don't bring attention to it. Don't, don't No, No, Um All, all I'm going to say, all I'm going to say no. with that, I wish that Bristol would send, would send those people free tickets to come to a race. That's all. I'm yeah. Saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Why yeah. Not? Why not? Well, I think they should do that. I mean, they absolutely should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They'll go to Bristol and be like, holy shit, it is loud. It's oh like, my God. You can't lose. You can't <laughs> yeah. lose either way. You can't lose. Either they go to the race or they end up annoyed. So you can't lose. <laughs> well, I'm, so, just, I'm just saying they seem like the perfect people who should be invited to come check out a race. Yeah. So some of, some of the, um, some of the comments on there, for instance, uh, a lot of them talked about, you know, too much noise, uh, don't, I, I hate that argument. Um, a lot of them talked about, you know, pollution, for instance, uh, because, you know, we live in a giant, they, they live in a giant metropolitan city. There's no way in hell that there was pollution oh, yeah, in the city yeah. before that. Don't drive a car. Um, but there was a lot of misinformation. That's something that Jerry Caldwell from Bristol Motor Speedway addressed uh, in what he was talking about. Let me see. I... I might have a notebook on me. I took some notes. I have I, I have notes on my phone here. Uh, you were I took up all from night, it last weren't you, Jared? Like, did you sleep? Uh, no, no, I didn't. <laughs> no. I, I took a twenty Jared minute nap. Never today. sleeps. He never sleeps, bro. He never sleeps. Well, th- this Gosh. is a little bit further. Um, okay. So, for instance, the first caller talked about noise. Every caller talked about noise. Um, that was a big one. I uh, I know that Bristol's talked about doing some noise mitigation, uh, with it. But uh, again, like. It's a it's a racetrack. I, I that's going to be a hard one to fight. Um, they also talked about some of them. For instance, thought that the that the track was going to be closing soon. That's why they bought it there. Uh, I, I mean, you can't until it's closed. 
you know? Joke's on yeah. you. They You're an have. idiot. Joke is on you. <laughs> they, read, they read some article from five years ago about, ago about how NASCAR is dying and took that at face value. And <laughs> yeah. oh, the way I see it, on, on a lesser extent, this is like moving next to a dog park thinking that it's going to be bulldozed and wondering why two years later there's dogs barking right hey, behind your oh, backyard. You know? I, I hate to I'm, burst your bubble, but <laughs> I'm in a, I'm in a group for Hendersonville residents and there was someone who's, they live in Nashville now. They're thinking about coming here and they were asking how loud is the trains that come through there? The trains, the trains, they don't, <laughs> they don't want to be disrupted by the loud trains. Oh my God! Hey, would not have survived at my yeah. college. Um, so the third caller, for instance, uh, talked about there being four, you know, four weeks of racing added with NASCAR being there, and this is something else where you can tell these are non-racing fans. Um, and I want to, I want to say before going any further that while what they're saying is dumb, it's important that like we hear about this one because, like I said, it's what we're fight like fighting against idea-wise, but two. Is like this is the stuff that Bristol. I wouldn't say even NASCAR fans as much. I don't think. I don't think this part lies in the fans as much as, as Bristol Motor Speedway mm-hmm. and that group with SMI. But this is what they have to 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 get across is, is talking about what these people think is going to happen versus what is actually going to happen. Um, so some of them uh, brought that up. Others brought up an argument that. <laughs> this one drove me up a wall. Uh, Please Please they said uh, that if this was a an area with a school that was a private school or a predominantly white school, that none of this would have been happening. Uh, I'm not going to go too much into what... what y- you y'all know. see where he's getting at. Though, oh, yeah. I, so. I, I think insinuating that is uh, irresponsible at the best and just downright wrong... Uh, that, on many that, levels that was, at the worst. That was, that was just a low comment to make. And also, just a reminder, Dale Jr. is a part of the group, by the way. Just so you know. <laughs> so <laughs> a, yeah. a lot of them, and, and I think this is where Bristol Motor Speedway and SMI need to work, is a lot of them did say it came out of nowhere. Like, the neighborhoods didn't know it. Now, again, I think if you're living in an area, it's your responsibility to be informed on what your area is doing. Uh, for instance, five minutes down the road, there's an IndyCar race this summer. Yeah, in the city. That. In the city. And three weeks later, yeah. there's an SRX race as well at the fairgrounds that none of them. I, I bet they don't even know what that is. They, they don't even know. know. They're going to be shocked. Register. They're going to they're be shocked when they, when they come to down. Like, what well, is this? That's what I'm trying to figure out. I don't live there. But, Danny, it's still very much an active racetrack. Not every yeah, weekend. There's still many race. weekends. There are yeah, races. I think, I, I think there's at least, at least two races there a month. Yeah, well, Tyler, you talked about it on your channel, too, about, like, the, the racing there, too, at different points, right? Yeah. The, uh, I mean, it's there's plenty of racing going on there. But one thing, if these people clearly don't know what they're talking about, that that is somewhat of a good thing, at least um, for us, because if you know, we the, can debunk pe- them and have if fun. the people if the people in charge realize, hey, these people have no idea what they're talking mm-hmm. about, uh, they don't understand what's happening in their community. Uh, that's just gonna maybe delegitimize their uh, their feelings. They're all arguing. They're all yeah. Arguing. They're they're the you know. I, Go ahead. The problem with that, though, is that the people that they're calling into is the fair boards. Now, the fair board is a whole lot more than that racetrack. Yeah. So, on, honestly, the yeah. racetrack is the least of that board's concerns, honestly. 
They just yeah. have it, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. not everyone on the fair board probably wants to see this happen, anyways. Too, they probably know? even forgot it, it even existed. Probably, some yeah. Of them. Well, <laughs> there is one. I I I did some research because one of them, for instance, one of the members of the fair board who was against it the most, uh, didn't even know the bylaws, <laughs> like that they were supposed to go by for meetings. Like they they didn't know different laws, didn't know different. Uh, structures of it. It was it was kind of jarring to listen to, uh, to be completely honest. And I w- I looked it up. This this is the same one who accused Marcus Smith and SMI last year of not putting anything on the table. He's the guy who's been getting all the headlines. Um, I don't know if this is his way of of getting in good with the community, or if he just doesn't know what he's talking about, or if he's just says dumb things. Um, there's a lot of dumb things being said at this meeting. Like, I, I will a, say, like, what? There, well, I, I want to get to what, what Jerry Caldwell talked about. Yeah. There were a few, there were a few callers. Like I'm not, I don't want to bash all of them because mm-hmm. there were uh, about a third of them who sounded very open to it. Uh, they, they, in the sense that they wanted to learn more before they made, uh, a final judgment on it. So I give them should. credit. I give them credit. Uh, I, this isn't a complete area of people who, who know nothing whatsoever and just want to shun it for that reason. Um, but Jerry Caldwell, he, he went over a few different things. Um, for instance, there is a plan that's already being executed right now of uh, talking to the community and different community engagement, talking to different stakeholder groups, uh, that this will be done by the time they meet again. I think May 11th, that is. And that's an important date that people need to keep an eye out uh, for it on. Um, the estimates I know that I've seen for the most part, and I think they talked about it a bit here, was $60 million. To put it in perspective, the soccer stadium and everything having to do with that costs $325 million. Hmm. Um, so it's not like this would be the biggest expense they, that has ever been made. That's like pennies. That's pennies area. compared to that yeah. stadium. Uh, they're, they're, the goal right now is 30,000 seats, um, which I think is, I think that's fine. Doesn't I mean, it's 15,000 15, already, 15,000 uh, already. Oh, yeah. oh, I, I guess, you know, expand small and then, you know, keep progressing as time goes on. Not bad. Uh, um, there's a few different things. So for instance, NASCAR being involved from what Jerry Caldwell and what SMI has estimated would actually have less dates at the fairground speedway like yeah. through the year with nascar yeah, being involved it, right it would, and, be, it would be ran very similar to bristol because bristol for all intents and purposes honestly doesn't have many race events per year no and two like i think they were talking about like uh you know getting a little stricter on like testing and stuff there you can't just like show up and run laps all day you know because right now from what i understand anyone can just show up and which you know that's what that, uh, josh balicki yeah. i think did the other day yeah like street car <laughs> yeah <laughs> straight up on that note i know there's a there's a big asphalt racing scene here in middle tennessee um you know the fairgrounds i, I think is like you know the one with the most prestige to go race over there but just up the road from me we got a little place called highland run speedway a lot of those same guys who would want to yeah. go racing at national fairgrounds they can still get with people over at Highland Rim and do their do testing up there. They can still make sure yeah. their cars are good by doing by going to a facility like that. Yeah, which on, that facility is in the middle of nowhere, like one caller said. Uh, said there is no racetrack in the middle of a residential neighborhood. Hey, at least that that caller did do their uh, research because that is true. There they, are, they, there, they, there they are did no, their research. There, there are, are no racetracks in, in urban well, or residential areas that I know of. 
Wow. Yeah, yeah. What a genius. What a genius. If, right there. If yeah. there are, if there's anything to take out of all of this, though, is that, you know, leading what it's leading to May 11th, 5 p.m., uh, I believe it's all in person uh, due to what the, the state's doing in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're having basically representatives from Bristol present uh, the plan basically to the public, open public engagement. And from there, they'll decide on what they're going to do. I know that the mayor of Nashville, as well as SMI in Bristol, the goal is to basically have a, a vote ready on, on uh, getting, you know, work renovations and work done to it uh getting that voted on and everything underway trying to start july 12th uh that was what the one who said there'd be no racing in 2022 uh that's what he was talking about is that he thinks they're doing it too fast but i mean from what it sounded like the majority of the board sounded like they wanted to keep going with the quick plan the same way they did with the mls stadium uh so that's, I think I, that's a positive. I think, I think in the end, if SMI presents this in a way where Nashville will make money from this instead of lose money, the right people will listen to that. And it should outweigh the probably more of a vocal minority of people who are against it. And also, finally, in conclusion, if you don't want to hear race cars going around a racetrack, simply don't move closer to that racetrack hey, and i gotta be honest that weekend for race weekends as we all know we like to get airbnbs that are pretty close to the track that's a Dude, great time to rent is, out your house it is a yeah. great area do they not realize the profit area. they could be making off of it like use yeah. y'all use your common sense go on a vacation for the weekend if yeah go the take race. the kids you don't want to hear the cars it's too loud okay run out your house and leave for well, the weekend Oh, you're right because danny took us uh last year to the fairgrounds and it, it is it's a really nice area there's tons yeah. of stuff around to do there it's just it's a really nice place yeah uh, for sure it's like uh, i my wife like stayed in a really awesome airbnb like you could literally almost throw a rock into the to the racetrack from there <laughs> it's uh, like okay. and like there's tons of great restaurants around there too and stuff like if you're going to the race, it'd be awesome. Like it's something I would really enjoy at least. So oh, we, we um, can go get uh, Hattie B's. Hattie B's is like Hattie B's five, close. Five, five Hattie minutes B's. away. Hattie yeah. B's. You get those, some of the Hattie B's. Oh, get yeah, some hot that's... chicken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, Danny <laughs> put me it. on that. Yeah, Danny put me on that hot chicken. I've been obsessed you, ever since. You got it in Vegas too. You know that, don't you? Yeah. But I don't think it'll taste as good as out in Tennessee, though. Man. But this is a chain know, restaurant we're getting all hyped about. I get. I, I guess. <laughs> it's kind of. But it's rare, so yeah, yeah. Fair we enough. gotta take you. We gotta right, take you. Right. I'm, I'm the only one here that has not been to Nashville. That will change. You have, you have not had Nashville hot chicken yet. Yeah, you'll pay for it afterwards, but it's worth it. <laughs> I had hot chicken for lunch actually, oh, and he's paying for it by being here with fun. us. Have fun. Have fun tonight yeah. after the show. Tyler. Oh yeah. <laughs> Knoxville hat. Knoxville hot chicken is not the same though. I, I see. No. No. <laughs> no. Alrighty. Well. We, uh, we've got to pick up the pace. I'm looking at some of the other things we have to talk about. We are over an hour into the show, and we have Whoa. covered two of the, count them, ten things we plan to talk <laughs> about here tonight. So uh, let's yeah. speed things up just a little bit. We're still going to talk about the important things. We have a mailbag question coming up, lightning round coming up. We'll get to those super chats as well in just a few minutes. But firstly, really quick, Adam Stern reported a couple different times this week that NASCAR is working on opening their infield back up to VIPs, sponsors, yeah. guests, 
as soon perhaps as Darlington in May. So I know we've heard from several team owners that have said this is a huge deal, obviously. Uh, you know, a large part of selling sponsorship is selling the experience to the CEOs, to the upper levels of management. You know, if you're going to spend millions or hundreds of thousands of dollars on sponsoring a car, you want the full experience. Like, dirty little yeah. secret is some of these guys are just rich and want to have a fun weekend or two. You know, that's kind of how this works. A lot of them yeah. get into NASCAR because NASCAR is fun. So it's big to be able to bring some of these sponsors and VIPs back into the track. And can, if things go well, this means that uh, in the not-so-distant future, perhaps more media gets into the track, more fans get into the garage area, and that would be best for all of us. You can only entertain these people with a uh, with a, with a grandstand ticket and maybe a box for so long. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they you have to bring back the full experience eventually. And like, you know, with the way our country is progressing with uh, the COVID vaccines and all that stuff, we're definitely moving in the right direction. I cannot and wait. For, for Riverdale, yeah. I'm saying it's honestly, it's like we are, you hate to say it too soon, but we are turning a corner, it looks like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And now there's a way for people to show up and do it safely. And that's that's the main thing, really. Mm-hmm. I think they can kind of guarantee some people's safety. But wasn't there a story going around where like some of these teams would like sneak some of these like sponsors in anyways? There were you some, know? There were some well, we rumors. Had the, we had all that stuff with Mike Ruck last, last year, which by the way, are, are they gone? Have they even been out? I, I, I think they're I gone. I thought about oh, that the other day. but well, yeah. I, Someone else got in trouble for it also this year. Someone, uh, yeah. Chip Ganassi. Chip Ganassi. Oh, Ganassi. Well, I don't know if that was a sponsor. <laughs> oh, oh. Mm. I thought oh, there was somebody. Okay. Never mind. Let, 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 let's hold our tongue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah never mind. Uh, those are just rumors. <laughs> Again, those are just rumors. Yeah. But... <laughs> Well, I think that one thing that's really positive about this, um, and I don't know the the full extent they're doing it. It might just be Cup Race Day. I mean, that seems it mm-hmm. seems like the they're 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 holding back on the the smaller series for different things. For instance, I mean, last year for the most part, you really didn't see fans at Xfinity and Truck races, even when there were Cup races with fans. Um, so I don't know if they're going to do this for the full weekend. I know it's going to be extremely limited, like no going through you know hauler tours no uh you know going on pit road for pictures different things like that it's gonna be it's gonna be very limited um but with the weekends for the most part being two-day events um some of them even i mean i i think i can't remember which weekend it is down through the year it might be the second richmond weekend is like a one day uh weekend that's it it's a saturday night that's it um I think that plays really well into the hands of NASCAR for making this work as a, a, you know, instead of how it used to be, for instance, when I'd go to Chicagoland in the infield back in like 08, 09, we'd show up Wednesday, third, you know, afternoon, Thursday morning and stay through Monday morning. Uh, that was just how it was. It was normal through there because there was always something on the track through those days in the, in the weekend. So I, I think this really does help NASCAR, uh, to make it normal and to kind of, in a lot of ways, slide under the radar of a lot of people who'd be against it. Um, I will point out one thing that I found funny as hell is they were there was a collage on Twitter or a compilation, I should say, on Twitter of all the drivers' thoughts of it and how much they should be open. And like every single one of them gave a different answer. Like Brad Keselowski, with no surprise whatsoever, is like, we should be open 100% right now, but some people aren't ready to do that. And then, like, Truex basically made no comment. Byron was like, masks, masks, masks. And then, like, Briscoe was like, well, I think we can try. Like, like, I'm a rookie. Go I'm with not it. allowed to say anything. <laughs> I just, I found it funny. I mean, and, and I think that's, like, just a small sample of, like, probably the entire 
garage and industry is right now. Like a lot of mixed opinions. You can't tell me yeah. that the office is at Daytona. There's not at least one of those guys that goes, screw the vaccine, screw all of it. Let's go <laughs> gung ho. And, and there's one who's like sitting in the corner with a mask and a hazmat suit. Like yeah. it's just a whole bubble. He's in a whole bubble, actually. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's got one of those um giant plastic bubbles that, that yeah. uh, they're giving out at concerts now. But he hugs his family through the bubble, basically. That's how <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't felt the touch of my <laughs> wife in years. <laughs> what if what if before i lose my train of thought because it's easy to lose uh what what i i think though and what i've kind of noticed is you're seeing like danny said a shift and that's what i'm excited about you're seeing people mm-hmm. who previously l- would not go outside for anything who are like okay we need to do this we need to do this i'll give on this and i'm like that's what i like to see the mm-hmm. people who are stuck in the mud on locking everything down having no fans changing their opinions is what's making me happy about this whole thing because it's like you can see the change i think one thing that made me really happy was uh this past weekend in florida was wrestlemania and it was the first wwe show that they've done with actual fans in attendance Mm -hmm. since last year and it made me very happy to see it and it made me think that wow this is actually one of the more normal things that i think i've seen in a while and then immediately went back to no fans, and it, it'll be that way at least until till July, well, I think. But Florida is a different animal. Yeah, and also, <laughs> yeah. and also, and also, just in general, you know, just um, in the different areas we live in, it's all even, you know, starting to get back to normal out here in Las Vegas. Uh, May first, uh, no more wearing mask. That's gone, and then June first, open a hundred percent. So I can't wait. Wow, that must be nice. Yeah, be Illinois. Really nice. What's going on in Illinois, Jerry? What's going on? What's going on? Uh... Let's talk about Wisconsin instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so basically nothing good. Eric, how's it over in Texas? It's actually, it's, it's. I mean, everything's very open. Like, I found it remarkable watching baseball. You know, Texas Rangers had 40,000 fans in their stadium. The Astros. Don't they suck? Don't they suck, yeah. though? Yeah, and I was about to say, don't opening, the Rangers suck? It was opening day. Yeah. Everyone shows up for opening day, yeah, even if you suck. Yeah. Astros have had fifteen to 20,000 fans, half capacity in their stadium every night. So, I, I mean, I, things are slowly but surely steaming to look normal again and so far no uh massive upticks in cases Vax- vaccines continue to be rolled out and you know hopefully that trickles over to nascar and we get bigger and better crowds and more access just recently got mine just recently got my vaccine right there does this game will see a fully packed all-star race guys please <laughs> please but it's at texas you though, can give so those no. tickets away yeah. for free and that will not happen yeah, yeah. it's like you pay hey, people you want, to go to the race hey do you want to see a race where is it it's texas oh 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 no 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 we can't do nah. that. the tickets were the tickets are free oh no we'll pay no, you. you no get, you no get, you get people across the board in oklahoma complaining about the noise from texas motor speedway to try and get the track <laughs> shut down doing us uh, they're too busy with tornadoes so, yeah those are a little bit noisier well uh so exciting some promise shown in the nascar side of things the covid nascar side of things hopefully sponsors come back that's good for teams especially smaller teams and mid-sized teams for sure with that being said it's time for a very interactive part of the show uh the mailbag question of the week this one comes to us directly from Direct TV Cup Series, and his question, oh. his or her question, I don't know, it's Cup Series, yeah. it's a sanctioning it's a body. Series, this, yeah. this sanctioning body's question is, would each of you rather win one Xfinity Series championship or five Cup Series races in your lifetime? Five Cup races. Five Cup five races. Cup races yeah. Yeah. Five Cup races, 100%. yeah. 100%. Okay. Five Cup races, and I'm holding up the number five. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a certain driver 
who's won five cup races in his career. Okay. And he also won a cup championship. His name is Alan Kowicki. Oh yeah, that's right. I mean, oh, granted, yeah. it's it's not yeah. it's not for you know the best reasons that it's only five, but still he's won five. I mean, Ryan Blaney has won five cup races. Okay, um, five cup races, but you don't win a cup championship, then. Uh, that, that wasn't in the question. No. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't in the question. It wasn't in the question. What do you mean? <laughs> um, Ward Burton, five. Oh, Ooh, I think was, even, was, um, was even, um, even what's his name? Uh, Tiny um, Underfunded guy. Yeah, yeah. And, Jeremy uh, Mayfield. Dave Marcus, right? Uh, five or four wins? Dave, Dave Marcus. Marcus. Yeah, yes. Five wins. Okay. Even just winning... A cup race. I think I'd rather I, have that to my name than winning yeah. a semi series championship, honestly. I'll, I'll put it to you like this, because I, I have the all time list on my phone because I'm that kind of nerd. Um <laughs> how many drivers can can any of you guess how many drivers have won five cup races in their career? Mm, okay. Like, like not, a quantity I of no, I, I would say it's like it's like over sixty, I think, right? Well, okay, so we got we got a range. That's that's the right range over sixty. Okay, so I'd say around um, just a little over seventy, maybe a little over seventy. Perhaps I'm gonna say sixty-eight. No, I'll say sixty-nine percent. Okay, nice, nice. What guesses? Eric? What Eric? Come on, it's a me. Come on. <laughs> what, what's the number, Jared? Eighty. Oh, oh, wow. Ooh, you would be. I mean, well, 80, but you'd technically be tied for 73rd all-time on the wins list if you only had five career cup wins. And plus, like, the Xfinity Series championship, the Xfinity Series championship, it's like only diehard fans would know, like, who the Xfinity champion is. But, like, you win five cup races, it's like, oh, this is a cup series winner right here. You know, that's a different level, in my opinion. Like like Paul Menard, who really won the Brickyard 400? You won the Brickyard 400, yeah. I, I like how we were unanimous on our answer, but for all for completely different reasons. Yeah, like, <laughs> just different ones. Even, even Trevor Bain, he only had one Xfinity win, I think. It was Texas yeah. one He year. had two, two actually. Oh, he he won two? in oh. Iowa 2013. So okay, that's, that's right. But even then, like, you're not going to know those. You're going to know about his mm. 2011 Daytona 500. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's because it's Daytona 500, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, mean, yeah. I, I think there's a case to be made. You know, I think within the halls, the walls of the of, of NASCAR, you might people might view a championship depending on the format. I don't know that a championship. I'll be quite honest. I don't know that a championship with the current format would be looked at quite the same way that a championship mm. ten years ago would have been looked at. No. Although ten years ago. Well, when, what year did they stop allowing cup regulars to contend for the championship? Uh, 2012. Or, yeah, 11. Yeah, so it's 10 One years year ago. And here's a question. Are the five cup wins, are they like, you know, they just kind of like rain Kentucky. delay wins? My, no, my five <laughs> cup wins. <laughs> like, my five cup wins are five Daytona 500s. There you go. I'm in the history well, books yes, I, If any one of those is a Daytona 500, I easily take that. Like, I All already five. would probably go with that, but I would easily, if any of those are a crown jewel, I take the five. Yeah. I, I think what's yeah. one of you guys said, I just look up Michael Walter. He's got two Daytona 500 wins. Yeah, he's got four <laughs> wins. Oh, but he has four wins. Nah, just man, short. I'm a, uh, you can't you can't put all of them in one basket. You got I'm gonna have a Daytona 500, you gotta spread them a out. Southern 500, a Bristol Night Race, a Talladega Race, and a Coke 600. Okay, all right. So no, su- that's a good Talladega list. with substitute Talladega with Indianapolis just for the prestige factor. Okay, all right. So I, I, there you go. Okay. I really want to win five Pocono races. <laughs> 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 you know, I mean, I just like Pocono. A man of culture. Triangle takes talent. Takes yeah, it does take talent. Yes, yeah, so, very okay. tricky. Would All you right, have fine. two sweeps in there? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 All right. Nice. So one Daytona 500 for me, one uh, one fall Talladega win, 
and then I want two Bristol Knight wins. I want and five and all-star for, race wins because that's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then I, and then the final win, the Coca-Cola Six Hundred. There you go. Michael. I want I want five wins, but I want to just call come five in a row consecutively, and then never win again. I, I, I never win another race. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like Harry Gant. Race. Harry Gant won five in a row, right? Mister September won five races in a row, right? Wasn't it? I thought. I don't know. I or can't. four, something like that. Handsome Harry. Yeah. See, Jared's like, look it up, Jared, please. Well, thank <laughs> you for the question, uh, DirecTV Cup Series. I'm going to move us along a little bit, guys, because oh, we still really have... quick. Oh, let yeah. me, let me Sorry. Uh, send that to all oh, yeah. lowercase letters, weekly podcast guest at gmail.com. This does not mean that you are going to be a guest on the show. If you ask, you will be promptly ignored. You're blocked. Uh, send your question, though. Uh, you won't even be blocked. You'll just be ignored. <laughs> oh, okay. You're not worth blocking. It, that's even worse. <laughs> Um, and that was a weekly podcast guest at gmail.com, right? Yes. Easy peasy. Rolls right off the tongue. Fantastic. Anyway. Well, before we get into the lightning round, Danny, did you bring uh, your favorite Lionel diecast today to the show? We are going to Richmond this weekend, which is why it is appropriate for me to showcase the 2016 Dell Jr. Ooh. Xfinity Series win, his last NASCAR victory ever. And we thank our friends over at Lionel Racing for continuing to make us diecast replicas of our favorite diecast each year. You can order your 2021 diecast from Lionel Racing by going to lionelracing.com. Get your favorites ordered. I'm still expecting a few uh, all-star ones to come in soon, uh, as well as an Alex Bowman 2021 and a few others I've got pre-ordered. Get just, your diecast today from LionelRacing.com. Guys, mm-hmm. what do you have? Just look at how detailed this tire is. It even has the whole sticker on it. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, I have Casey Atwood's 1999 Bush Series car that he won two races with. I've got Matt Kenseth's 2011 Texas win. He dominated this race. You got the little donut there on the side. Looks gorgeous. Uh, I got Dale Jr.'s 2015 Daytona win in the summer. Uh, I, I, I love this car, man. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. pretty sharp. And it's got Dale Jr.'s in a black car. It's good. I got I got another 88 here, but it's Casey Kane Xfinity Carts Armor. Oh, that's Casey Kane. Car. Yeah. Nice. That's cool. So, nice. I'm impressed. Cool. He, he, he didn't realize we were going to do the, our little die cast thing, but our guest was prepared yeah. anyways. That's <laughs> I, good. I, had, I had some random die cast laying around. I always try to make sure I have at least one die cast within mm-hmm. arm's reach of me anytime I'm sitting down. You know, like yeah, Guys, I'm always packing that thing on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, always packing. All right. Yes, well, thank you Oof. to uh, Lionel Racing for being sponsors of the NASCAR Weekly Podcast and the Out of the Group Podcast Network. Now, boys and girls, do you, do you smell that? in the air you know how the air kind of changes scent do you, do, i think darian does oh my Ooh. gosh and Ooh. once again the lightning round on the nascar weekly podcast wow. eric what do we have on tap and who got shocked this time uh was it jared again was it, no, jared it was you again? it was you oh, it's going me. all over the place all right Yes, so lightning around this week. We actually don't have too many to talk about, but I'll roll right through these real quick. Uh, Happy birthday, Dale Jr. Three days in a row. Uh, Twitter Twitter wished Dale Jr. a happy birthday or claimed that we were, uh, even though it was not his birthday. It was like six months before his birthday. Yeah, Twitter Twitter bus, Twitter bus, Twitter. Uh, Something that I did not expect to see this week, especially, uh, and you wouldn't have known if you watched the broadcast, is that Jeff Gordon tested positive for COVID-19 last week when NASCAR was on a break, uh, but he is recovered. He only had mild symptoms, so he's good to go. 
Uh, it has been officially announced that the Sonoma Raceway can have fans for the June 5th and 6th weekend. I might drive uh, so down. I might good. drive down for that. We'll see. Uh, Denny Hamlin has confirmed he can last nine laps. No context <laughs> needed. Why'd you put that in the lightning round? <laughs> uh, but, but are they caution laps, though? Around Pocono. Um, he... he I mean, we got to defer to what what is most often run laps at Martinsville, and that uh, is green flag laps. So, oh mm. gosh, y'all just uh, have to, y'all just have to use Twitter for the good stuff. Guys. Poor, poor Denny. Why, why, why you gotta say that? Come on. Hey, he did it to himself. He didn't need to. <laughs> yeah, I know. Need to make that joke. Uh, PSA: Watch Emp Lemon's video on NASCAR Revenge. Really well done video. And uh, there, there, I mean, I saw a screenshot of, of somebody on this podcast here. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Somebody, uh, the M- guy in charge of lo- putting things in the lightning round. Yeah, <laughs> Emp's a good dude. We follow each other on Twitter, and and we're subscribed to each other. He's a good dude. Um, yeah, go buy his toy. His toy looks really cool. He has a toy. Yeah. His, uh, his own toy out now. <laughs> yeah, buy enough so that when he's sued by Disney for it, <laughs> nothing will happen to him. Yeah, <laughs> please. Uh, we talked about this, or. Yeah, we talked about this a little bit. Dale Jr. Uh, is not ruled out now taking JRM to Cup. Cindric will be running the Verizon car at Richmond, according to Penske Racing. Sports mm. Clips is letting fans nominate Darlington throwbacks. Uh, there's some really good designs mm. of old Denny Hamlin throwbacks. Yeah, I'm, 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 a, I'm a big fan of uh, Noah Swaite's design already. Yeah. The, like the 2011-2012 throwback. Yeah. yeah, I like well, that one too. 2011 through 2013, I think they even used that. There was there was another concept of uh, his uh, old Bush Series car that um, Eric Caparola got kicked out of. So Eric, uh, please I mean, boot him. Sad <laughs> day. I think someone else has said, "Don't don't ever talk about this car. Don't talk about anything it stands for." <laughs> <laughs> Just dump him if it, if they end up running that. Oh. Well, a couple more things here. Daniel Suarez versus iRacing has become a meme. Daniel Suarez <laughs> uh, basically said, "Stick to video game or real stick to video <laughs> racing." That video stick to video out for no reason, man. <laughs> stick, he, to he vi- stick to video games. This is real racing. Yeah, this is real <laughs> racing. Yeah. <laughs> You throw the car at the camera. I, I thought that was pretty good, and the memes that came from it were great. Uh, yeah. Kevin Harvick's car will have a QR code on it as part of a promotion for That's Hunt smart. Brothers Pizza. Uh, I love this. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a new way to not move the numbers, but still engage with your audience. That's um, how you engage. There you go. Yeah. I, I like. We should make the. We should have a QR code on the numbers that you know only can be on the middle of the door, and you just scan <laughs> that or something. Like, there you incentivize go. <laughs> middle car door numbers. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. just a big QR code on the side. You scan it, and like the car number just shows up on your phone. <laughs> I may not have a QR code for pizza, but I do have a discount code of Papa John's, and it'd be twenty-five. Remember in 2018 for the finale, we had that Snapchat code. That was interesting. That was an interesting um, time. Jennifer Joe Cobb will be running the yes! Ware Racing number 15 car at Talladega in the Cup race. Jennifer uh, Joe Cobb so in the Cup Series. Been I'm waiting here for, for it. Let's go. I love it. We'll Let's go. Rookie, rookie straps and everything. Let's go. Man. And then final bit of lightning round. We really did run through this one really quick. Goodyear will be set to... Sponsor the race at Darlington. That is the throwback race. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe this is also like the first race or like major series race they've sponsored mm-hmm. on American soil. Yep. And, um, and they will have a special um, a special throwback tire design as well. So that'll be interesting. Because this is a throwback race, they're just taking all the really old throwback Goodyear tires that are trash <laughs> and they're going to race on those. Oh, Tony Stewart's going to have a field day with that when they all explode then. <laughs> 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 
he never holds back against them. And that's it. That's a lightning round. Darian, blow out our ears. And that will conclude the lightning round on the NASCAR Weekly Podcast. Hopefully, back to the show. Hopefully we did that so fast that we bought Eric some time. I know we, we took forever on everything else. So. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm looking at the clock. No, I'm not. I'm not. Gotta speed it up. Gotta speed it up. No, yeah, we're, 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 our pace is fantastic right now. And this is a perfect time to thank our other NASCAR Weekly podcast sponsor. Oh, I just nailed the microphone. Oh, this, this hat doesn't really match my screen. outfit. But Forney oh, oh. Industries. What's up, Danny? I was going to say, if you happen to break your microphone by doing that, maybe you can get some tools from Forney. Honestly, I might need to. This this metal arm mic I need needs to be repaired. So Forney offers, I mean, this might be kind of heavy duty for this little arm mic, but they offer full line welding machines and and metalworking accessories, perfect Mm. for do-it-yourselfers, perfect for UFO Bluetooth speakers as as Jared's playing with. You know, I didn't even see that on your desk until just now, Jared. I didn't realize Mm. it was barely on camera. Oh, yeah, UFO's here. Yeah, oh my hey, gosh. This, I, hey, really quick, Eric, this screw fell out of my microphone a couple of days ago. Please send some Forney tools for me to screw it back in. Thank you. <laughs> I think that, that'd be pretty intense. But Forney has everything you need for your next project. Um, from, yeah, if you're a do it yourself or if you're a professional metal worker, any of that type of stuff, Forney uh, equipment is hardcore. You can shop all of their top of the line products at ForneyIn.com. Forney. I-N-D, I spell it out for y'all every single week, or at an authorized Forney dealer near you. Check them out. Forney, big supporters of the Out of the Groove Podcast Network and the NASCAR Weekly Podcast. Now, oh, on that note... We're big, we're big Forney fans, guys. Big yep. Forney guys. Here. Hashtag, hashtag Horny for Forney. That's... Oh no, God. gosh. You, you went there. You went there. That's, yeah, I went there. <laughs> Well, uh, I want to thank everyone. Before we get into the final, uh, really the second half of the show, but it'll probably be shorter than the first half, um, we do have to thank uh, all these super chats that we've gotten, and we'll see what the chat has been talking about over the last hour and a half. First up was from Groovy Goose. Thank you. Any untapped U.S. markets NASCAR should get into? Ooh. Uh, wait, uh, U.S. markets, correct? Yes. Mm. Um, L- Louisiana. There's nothing there. Yeah, Louisiana. Are there racing fans there? That's the thing. There's got to be. Fans. Yeah. That, I mean, it's in, the, it's, it's in the South, isn't it? Like, I mean, yeah, but, Louisiana, yeah, Texas. Yeah, it's Louisiana. Yeah, yeah, that is true. That is true. So there, That's a tough and, one. I'd say also Portland, too. They need to go or, up to uh, the Northwest. Yeah. That's a really cool Or Seattle. Track. Seattle yeah. somewhere, you know. Yeah, yeah, a lot of racing fans. Or, or, some people say Maine, and Maine is actually a really big state, as I found out. It is or isn't? It, it, it is. There's actually a lot more people there than I thought there was. And I think if, if there was a facility there, it would be a great one, but there needs to be a facility there. Yeah, first and foremost, got to break ground on something. Irvin sent in $10. Thank you, Irvin. Watkins Glen NASCAR Weekend will be a go because starting April 23rd in New York, motorsports will have 20% outdoor and uh, indoors, 10% for horse racing. For those in the Northeast and upstate New York fans, welcome. So, uh, nice. yeah, it sounds like there are going to be fans. It feels like now every track is going to at least allow some percentage of fans going forward, so that's really good news. GN, thank you. If you don't think Vortex is real after Saturday night, I don't know what to tell you. It isn't a coincidence the rain poured under yellow yeah that was yeah. pretty you know it, the, cody Ware took out davison and then within seconds it was see he even sloppy. ruined that what are you doing cody Come <laughs> no, on. no i didn't mean to throw cody under the bus again oh gosh uh nicholas gray uh, thank you been a nascar fan a long time but i started wondering why night races were on saturday nights and not sunday nights like sunday night football has usually mm-hmm. i think nascar runs on saturday nights to avoid cl- conflict with something major like i know in the past they would run like 
the Bush clash on a Saturday night because the NBA All-Star game was Sunday night. In this case, the Masters was Sunday afternoon, so they wanted to race on Saturday night. I feel like that's usually the case. The only Sunday night races usually are like the Coke 600, but that's because it's a three-day yeah. weekend. And the, the Southern 500 has been mm -hmm. Sunday night. But too, like, you know, if you're actually, for the people actually there, like at a race, you know, if you're going to a night race, you don't want to have to like haul ass back home uh, so you can get back to your uh, work your, and all your that job stuff. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's probably the main reason. Um, then uh, thank you, Ryan Moore. Uh, he says, Blaney is this era's Casey Kane. Mm, I, I, Kane I, won I, like mm, five races or what? I did like his second year. I don't see it. Yeah. I mean, Casey was winning a little bit more early on. I yeah. Casey Kane won six races in 2006 and yeah. then had the sophomore slump in 2005 and the most unluckiest rookie season in 2004. So honestly, Casey Kane's career, I really can't compare it to Casey anybody Kane's else's. career was one and just one and <laughs> yeah, now, 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 if we can just see Ryan Blaney do a uh, Allstate commercial where a bunch of ladies are like obsessed with him. He would maybe. fit that role. He would fit yeah. that role. I think he'd they, fit that. They are kind of, they both are like kind of the teenage heartthrob guys, yeah, you know, basically. So I, I get, I get it from that perspective, but not like a on track yeah. perspective. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, James Pallister for the super chat. The repeat incidents with Chastain and Ware got me thinking about an FIA penalty system, one point causing a wreck and 12 mm -hmm. uh, combined equals uh, an automatic suspension for one race. I don't see NASCAR, you know, they being so do. like, no, yeah, being no. so diplomatic about it. I feel like they just sort of in the moment say, Hey, it, that was aggressive. You're out. Like they'll decide on the, in a moment to like, to park yeah, Norm Benning one week and then the next week they'll let him run well under the It's not the a very speed. complicated process, basically. They're just like, Oh, you were being aggressive? Okay, fined or suspended. Yeah, they kinda of just make it like up that. as they go along. Yeah. We we kinda of have to just get used to it. The other White Castle, thank you. Not gonna lie, I'm a bit bummed we finally had a repeat winner. He was like in the Yeah, yeah, yeah the diversity kind of. at first. Yeah. It had to happen. It had to yeah. happen eventually. Because it, it was kinda of cool that we were like gonna be like eight races in, eight winners, only eight playoff spots are running and like you know. So right now, 2000, right now, 2000 holds the record for 10 straight we uh, uh, different winners to start the season. So, Dustin Thatcher, thank you. Expectations for Sunday. We will get to our picks and such in just a short while. It's probably going to be fun. We know it's probably not going to rain, so that's a plus. I, I, don't, say, don't say anything. It's I'm gonna saying storm anything. now, Eric. I'm it's saying. a thunderstorm. I hear it already. <laughs> Bruce, thank you for the $5. Rodney Childers claims NASCAR's new rule enforcement hurts Stuart Haas Racing more than others. Is this a warning shot by NASCAR <laughs> over SRX Racing and Eldora? I've heard uh, Rodney no, Childers talk no, about no, that. No, no. I don't think so. There's a change in the left rear clearance or something is the main thing that they are taking a closer look at this year. So that just might have been one area that SHR was exploiting last year that other teams yeah. haven't figured out. So Yeah, but NASCAR's not trying to screw Stewart for – I doubt it. No, yeah. come on. That, that would be very petty if that were – If anyone screwed. would do that, it would be Goodyear. Okay. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Berry, Lawn Care and Bird Feeders. Thank you for the $10. <laughs> I love this super chat. I laughed when he sent it. Jarrett is a lean, mean, hairy American winning machine. <laughs> he wakes up every morning and pisses excellence. Sleep is for the weak. If you ain't first, you're last. <laughs> <laughs> well, goes, thank you that's in the super chat hall of fame right there ptm awesome. billy thank you as well very generous people had the same complaints talking about national fairgrounds about the soccer stadium and it took a while for that deal to get done i get that we have a track in lebanon but the fairgrounds is a better track yeah i think nascar and SMI, yeah. they really yeah. want the fairgrounds it's and, just and, and even then it happen. i've talked to some people with nashville super speedway 
And they actually seem like they're pretty okay with a second track. They actually talk like they would want to hmm. see them both succeed, honestly. That's good. That's good. That's good to hear. And I think, yeah. I, mean, I think absolutely fairgrounds would succeed. I think if it existed, that might hurt the super speedway, but I think they can coexist at least yeah. at first. Um, Philip Richards. Thank you. Five flag speedway is across the street from a huge residential area. Also mm. next to a graveyard. That's in Pensacola. Oh, right? oh, that's yeah. a, Pensacola, Florida. That's an interesting, <laughs> uh, <laughs> difference there um uh ave 10 i'm not sure if i'm saying that right but thank you uh what it takes uh what will it take to for dodge to come back to nascar with the next gen cars they're not coming back i just don't think they're giving up money that, they, that, they need that to be is... a better company yeah <laughs> like they, they just need to like they need people to buy their cars yeah, first sell that, is a, that is a management thing right there mm-hmm. the, the only thing i know with dodge and chrysler i think is saving them is jeeps and the ram trucks they seem the most yeah. popular yeah i could see ram coming back to or not, you know coming to the truck series that might be does anybody remember does anybody remember the old dodge commercials that would play during the nascar races like hit it da, 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 da. like from the early 2000s nobody remembers Wait, sing it again no. i didn't I, I might have picked it up what? at the end of every dodge commercial they would always go hit it da, 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 like huh. something like that music to my ears uh, no i don't know somebody in the chat somebody in the chat knows what i'm talking okay, about about 15 minutes later on twitter we're gonna see someone find that somebody yeah somebody will find it josh barry Longcare sent another one should have made the lightning round quick trip will be or should have made the lightning round quick trip will be the sponsor for the road america race I didn't. I missed that news. Good for uh, Road America there. landing a title nice. sponsor. Cool. That's big. Nice. Uh, Carter Hansen sent in a five dollars super chat. Appreciate the support. And then we had one more from Groovy Goose. Uh, to be eco friendly, NASCAR could use nuclear engines. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Whoa. whoa! So when they hit the wall, they just explode the whole car. <laughs> they just decimate the city. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Oh gosh! He's headed for the wall. Everybody, get down! Oh, get the get him! <laughs> Dude, Daytona, dude, Florida would be done then. Oh, you, you, you remember that explosion Brad had at Daytona? <laughs> uh, no, that's, oh, we so need tragic. to. We have a delay. We need to decontaminate all the pit area. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All the NASCAR <laughs> officials in hazmat yeah. suits, but they still have sponsor logos on <laughs> the them. The drivers, the drivers get superpowers because all the and, nuclear waste goes and, everywhere. And, yeah. Rick Rare Racing would be the team to have a nuclear yeah, action yeah. in their garage stall. Instead of the caution lights <laughs> coming on, you just hear. <laughs> <laughs> like oh that was another nascar wreck there. Oh <laughs> nascar during the nuclear yeah. fallout i wonder what that would look like yeah, all right well beautiful appreciate I'm, I'm, those I'm in, I'm in tears i need to get off that thing. i Dude, appreciate those those super chats guys if, you, <laughs> if any more come in we will get to them at the very end of the show we have just a couple more stories quickly to hit on before we give you all our richmond picks those are going to be exciting i'm I'm excited to look at the points this week for once. I'm actually excited mm-hmm. to look at our uh, host points. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. I uh, bet you are. I'm pissed. I'm so <laughs> pissed, dude. I'm so pissed, dude. I should be in third right now. I'm happy. We'll get to just I bet you guys are. Yeah, I bet you are. Well, first Freaking off, Hamlin. reported a few days ago by Adam Stern, Michael Jordan and Denny Hamlin are eyeing a 9 to $16 million investment for a new 2311 racing facility that could hold up to two or three race teams. That's a pretty big deal. I know mm-hmm. they've been talking about wanting to expand quickly. We hit on it earlier a little bit about how the charter system could get in their way. But, guys, what do you think of this? It sounds like 2311 is going to be a two-car team next year, Darian. This is huge, uh, especially for Toyota, because for years we've been saying, dude, you guys have so many drivers in the pipeline, but not enough Cup Series seats. What's the deal with that? And finally, um, this team comes along a single car team for the moment that could expand to two to three cars. Um 
in a in a perfect world, Carl um, Carl Edwards would um, he would take the second twenty three XIC in a perfect world, and then uh, you know uh, Lewis Hamilton would uh, take the third. But no, 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 in a fantasy um, world. <laughs> yeah, in a fantasy world, basically my world, pretty much. But no, no, in um, in all reality, though, um, I really think uh, once they do add these teams, it'll be more of a fixture for the younger guys moving up the ladder. It's like, hey. No, um, no rides available here at uh, JGR, but 23XI has something open, so, you know. Did you just say 23XI? <laughs> oh, I did! No! You said, no! It, you said, it, you said it two times, Darian. Oh, I, I said it I didn't hear it the first time. Yeah. I was too nervous. No, yeah, it was no, no, no. I said 2311 the whole time. No, no, no I said 2311. We'll go with it. I said it the whole time. Just edit it out. Edit it out. Yeah, it's okay. We're not live. He's going to be He's gonna be. He's gonna be like, you're going to hear it on like the Spotify version of the show, and you're just going to hear him go, the 23... 11. 11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Added in post. In conclusion, though, more Toyotas is better, is um, um, equals a better Cup Series program because simply there's finally more seats available. Yeah. And for the drivers, yeah. you know, they have a lot of good drivers coming up through their ranks. You know, they got John Hernemacek in their program now with KBM. Harrison Burton's coming off a four win season. Uh, you, know, you got veterans Ty, like Ty Gibbs. Gibbs. Ty Gibbs, of course, is coming up through there too. He'll be in cup probably in the next few years. But you got veterans like Daniel Hemrick and Ty Dillon uh, also in your system as well, if, if if any of those ever work out as well. So I. I please, Carl yeah. Edwards, come back. Carl yeah, Edwards, please come back. I don't see it. You'll have some pretty. I love it, but. You'll have some pretty good uh, free agent opportunities. Of- Matt Benedetto and a few others too. That's what yeah. I'm thinking because you you mentioned you know oh it'll be good for the young guys like that's great and everything but I think they really could use a more established guy who's preferably had more success than Matt Benedetto has had but at least someone who's more established than his run up front who's made the playoffs you know you can keep going with the young drivers and you know they're cheap they're affordable and, and some of them will turn out to be great but for them in the meantime still a new growing team it'd be nice if you, I mean it would be nice if Carl Edwards came back and was able to anchor that program for a couple of years I would but, love I would love to see Eric Jones return to if, the Toyota program and that yeah, if, if, if he can if he can still have Smithfield backing Eric Amarola even with two wins isn't a bad option. Yeah, no, definitely not. Um, I mean, this is just a lame duck year for him, unfortunately. You know, he's usually a very consistent driver, Eric Amarola is. So that makes perfect sense. But yeah, as far as the younger guys, you know, Harrison Burton, Ty Gibbs, they obviously come to mind. Um, any other young, any um, any other outsiders that are preferably um, um, on the come up right now? No, nobody in particular. I, I, I'd just be curious to know what number they run. Will it be the 32? Will it be the 45? That's what I'd want to know. Uh, I'd I would, say, I would say, I would say 32. They could do 32 33 would be from Penske. Yeah. That's yeah, what they I, use in their IRA, the iRacing series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd say, I'd say 32 for the second team, the third car. Um, they should go with the 45 there. I think and they have, should take, yeah. I think they should take 33 away from uh, Penske since they're not going to be using it. Why, um, why though? Why yeah. are they 33 and 20? Oh, this, oh, wait, yeah. uh, 33, six, uh, yeah. yeah, six rings. So it's perfect. Jordan, yeah. I mean, if they ever get a third car, take the 45. Yeah. <laughs> no, and then, then they take the yeah. 43. And it becomes an issue. I get the 91 for Rodman.
And then and then the fourth car is the '69 Toyota. Kevin LePage. He's gonna LePage the field in that ride. What, what number did Scotty Pippen? He was 33, right? 33. Yeah, he was 33. Right, so we're just, yeah. we're just crafting the whole Chicago Bulls team here. Is what we're course, doing. Of course, man. Yeah, of course. <laughs> right, and then yeah, get get the '91. Get uh, get Dennis Rodman to a race. I would I would love to see. Man, him that race. would be amazing. <laughs> that would be awesome. Too. It it would probably invite Kim Jong Un, and it'd just be a whole hub of Carmen we'd Electra. Get, we'd get, we'd get, everybody. We get right at the top of the news. For, for, for some reason, I can just imagine uh, him at the race and FaceTiming Kim Jong-un somehow. Look, look, look at, at this. Just imagine, imagine American diplomat with North Korea, Dennis Rodman, attends NASCAR race. <laughs> oh, my the, the, God. The, the, next, the next headline, uh, new, new NASCAR exhibition race in Asia, going to North Korea. No, <laughs> yeah. no. Well, you know how, like, in the NASCAR app, you can go and watch people's, like, in-car cameras and stuff? They need to have Dennis Rodman comes to a race. They need to have a live stream on him just the entire oh, time. Oh, we'll, we'll be live streaming. <laughs> just, like, we'll you know, do that. Just, we'll yeah. do that. Just, just have him wear like the, a chest mount with a selfie stick GoPro. and a GoPro just pointed at his face the entire yeah. time. Drunk and, cam. And, oh, he'll probably, he, he'd probably show up in uh, women's lingerie probably. That's uh, that's his thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, someone in the chat's bringing it back to the nuclear-powered cars conversation. <laughs> 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 all right all right oh, well 2030 moving yeah. on from uh 2311 racing uh <laughs> our last big story right. that we have to talk about is actually one that was revealed this morning i know i woke up with a big old smile on my face when i saw this but cbs uh reveals revealed the announcer lineup for the superstar racing experience mm-hmm. Lindsay zarniak alan bestwick brad doherty matt yokum and then uh, a driver analyst that will be that will be featured two races each danica patrick james hinchcliffe dario frank Keedy. if you ask me this is where the true superstars are like i'm the tony stewart yeah. and bill elliott they're great but like i'm, I'm more excited about the commentating team he's back. honestly yeah yeah he's back and alan bestwick finally he's back dude the after real all AB. these years yeah the real ab is back alan bestwick what? yes i'll tell you what cbs would not be doing this if they didn't have something mm. bigger down the pipeline I, I think they would just get some, pull some people from the NFL broadcasts that are like oh, their C-listers. Oh yeah. yeah, they could like, have done that. that, that they got yeah. a full-on crew that they know has the experiences. Like, I'm happy for Matt Yoakum because I was disappointed mm-hmm. to hear that he got let go in the first place. Man. Well, and I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, man, it's like NASCAR, CBS 2025. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I'm not going to say whether I think it'll happen or not, but I, I will say that I think CBS is going to really put in uh, a lot of bidding. They'll be a player. Um, they're looking and, at it for sure. And God help all of us YouTubers that use even the smallest little shred oh. of video. Oh, oh yeah. Viacom. No, no, no. I'm, I'm good. CBS, you don't get it. Don't worry. We'll, uh, we'll talk to some people. We'll, uh, um, we'll be all right. We'll talk. Who's, who's what, what does CBS own? Viacom own? Do they own Nickelodeon? We'll, Nickelodeon. Yeah. We'll get SpongeBob yeah. on the horn. He'll sort everything out. We're fine. Uh, I'll get. I'll, we'll, we'll, get get <laughs> we'll get Ang. We'll get Ang and Let's get. Let's get Tom Kenny on the weekly podcast to talk racing and SpongeBob God. voice. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? GN but, leaves uh, a super chat saying you can't spell Bestwick without best and W. So that that about <laughs> yeah. smart. And also, dude, you, keep, you also have to use you know, Ick is in there as well. Was mm-hmm. uh, discussed. So that's not. Really, yeah. yeah. I I just thought of this. So I think people were were talking jokingly talking about this idea when they had NFL on Nickelodeon. Mm. What if they what if they eventually do a race coverage on Nickelodeon? You know what that means? You know what that means, Darian. What NASCAR what iCarly crossover? Let's go! I know. <laughs> yeah, let's go. 
That's what I'm talking about. But no, NASCAR on CBS in 2025, it's starting to look really, really good. And if they do, you better sign Alan Beswick as the lead commentator for the NASCAR races as well, CBS. If you are really serious about this, please. You got to think. This is not going to be a second half of the year signing more than likely with the new Mm -hmm. NFL contract. CBS is still locked into the end of the year. I mean, unless you want CBS sports network or Nickelodeon to air every NASCAR race, (laughs) like in the playoffs, I mean, Fox would have to budge. And then you have to look what if, you know, Fox has seemingly been putting, you know, money back into their broadcast putting a lot more effort back into it um compared the to the Daytona 500 prior. the Daytona 500 is Fox Sports baby when well, it comes to motorsports you know well, so well, they're well, not going to give that up i don't think what yeah. i'm saying is is if Fox wants to stay in this and CBS wants to stay in this and NBC seems to want to stay in this um i mean changing uh, it it's it's been proven before that changing networks during the season just has, I mean, there, there's going to be a drop in ratings just because some people don't pay attention to that. And I think, at, you know, adding another one in would be really difficult uh, for TV ratings and probably after that streaming ratings, because like, I think by the end of that next contract, that's going to be more uh, prevalent. I, I just have to think NASCAR, mm-hmm. they have to choose really wisely because this, this contract, I think really it, more than any of the others before, uh, of the last three major contracts, uh, I think this one has more importance for the longevity of the sport. I mean, if they screw up this one going into the digital era, mm. you're going to see a, I think you're going to see a racing cultural shift in America if they get it right or wrong, uh, depending on what race fans watch more of. Uh, so, I mean, I, you know, we joke about it a bit and we, we think how cool it is, but I, I, I mean, I think this is just another brick in a, in a, big building or, or, or wall or castle, whatever you want. Yeah, to it's still developing. Make, still developing. Um, yeah. is, is another major, you know, cornerstone of, of what we're going to be seeing in the next couple of years. Um, not, not trying to toot anyone on this panel's uh, on horns or anything, but there's a reason that we all have thousands of subscribers and people watch our stuff because NASCAR fans are trending in a digital age now. So Yeah, straight up. Yeah, yeah. I, it, it's going to be an important. I mean, I th- I, th- I think we need to watch, if not for just for the great racing alone. Knock on wood. Uh, I think that we need to to watch this because I mean, this could be NASCAR coverage in a couple of years or the, and, the yeah the rough draft at least. Mm-hmm. And you have to look at uh, IndyCar situation too. They're um, looking for a new uh, uh, TV deal next year, actually. So. Hey, that might affect NASCAR's decision, perhaps. We'll see. It'll be interesting to see where IndyCar goes with that, for sure. Yeah. CBS owns, uh, what, Paramount Plus, and we saw their huge ad campaign during the Super Bowl. So NASCAR mm-hmm. streaming, that could be a, a home for certain NASCAR content as well, just keeping that in mind. Things are going to change. But uh, certainly, yeah, lots of reasons now you know, to watch the SRX, not just for the drivers. There's some exciting drivers in there as well. Some exciting you get to hear You get to hear Alan Beswick's voice again. That's that is so good. Oh, that is. He's beautiful. called races already for pretty much everyone in the field, I think. So he's, he, yeah, he's already done yeah. his homework. He's going to, he's just, a perfect man for the job. Just, just curious. There's only six SRX races. And if you guys go to one, I'm, I'm going to Nashville. So I'll, yeah, I'll probably Nashville. be at Nashville. I'm planning on trying to make yeah, it to that i gotta i have to see at least one in person i have to see one of these races in person i'd like to we'll see if it, we'll see if scheduling it works out but yeah. i'd like to well on that note folks we have 
somehow made it through all of the stories tonight. We still have a little bit of time before our normal two-hour cutoff to go over Richmond. So Richmond is this Sunday afternoon for the NASCAR Cup Series, and Xfinity's taking the year off from Richmond. It's the trucks, the Camping World trucks racing mm-hmm. on Saturday. So y'all know how yeah, we usually do this. I forgot I have a little like little graphic for race picks. Well, wow, that's cool. Um nice. So we'll start with the Truck Series race, I suppose. Uh, I'm not sure. Are there any? I don't know if there are any well, real, Cup Series regulars in. Wait, you, really you, quick. You just skipped everything else and went straight to race picks. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got to say the info. Yeah. Well, I, right, I want to let people know we're back on Fox this week for Cup, MRN for radio, Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern time. Truck Series is on FS1 and MRN, uh, Saturday at 1.30 p.m. Eastern time. No night racing uh, for the spring Richmond race. No. Uh, what Weather... Saturday, 67 periods of sun, 20% chance of rain. So not the worst we've had or could have. Bring a hoodie probably. Might be a little chilly. Uh, Same goes for Sunday. Uh, It's looking pretty good. Uh, As for like the news with with COVID and stuff like that, about a quarter of Virginians have been vaccinated, 40%. So if you're wondering about that, limited capacity attendance. Uh, COVID cases are kind of a little up, but I mean, compared to other states, is actually doing quite well. Um, But I mean, <laughs> we're doing better with this race than we were last year. Yeah. I'll just say that. <laughs> For sure. Uh, but, yeah. So, smart, but sorry about barging no, in no, on, on the that's race. That's cool. Picks. People need to know where the race is at. Of course, it being on Fox, back on network television, that's big. But now we can start with the Truck Series race Saturday afternoon, well, as you said. Sorry. Wait, wait. What's the points? What's the points? The points, Eric. The points. Yeah. Oh, see, now, Eric, you were, you were tooting your horn a little bit. I'm just, I just want to get the, the, the points. Picks. Were. All right. All right. What are the points? <laughs> Danny's leading. He's got 113. The chat's in second, still minus three. Eric is in third, minus six. I'm tied with Eric, but since Eric picked the cup winner last week, because damn, you good. You good? Uh, He beats me in the tiebreaker, so I went from first to fourth. Darian, minus 10 and fifth. (laughs) (laughs) And then um, Tyler, you're going to be in a bit of a hole for the guest pick here. Guests are down 22 points in last. <laughs> you so. Freaking Hamlin. Oh. No pressure. <laughs> Freaking Denny Hamlin. Denny Hamlin should have sent Truex Jr. to the moon, and I would have been higher up in points. What a shame. Oh, my. Should have traded him like Dogecoin. Yeah. <laughs> hey. yeah. Oh, yeah. I was about to say. I was about to say. Nice. Awesome. Oh, man. All right. Can we go to the Truck Series picks now? Third time's a charm. We can. Jeez, yeah. please. All right. I've had a little <laughs> graphic on screen this whole time, and we've done any everything but make race picks. So, Any uh, Cup Series regulars um, in the truck race? Though? I don't, no, don't think I so, no. All right. Oh, wait. Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch. Oh. Is he? Mm-hmm. You sure? Yep. yep. He's starting 12th. I thought I looked at the entry list. Let me double Hold check. Yeah, he is starting, he is starting 12th in the 51. Oh, well, there we oh, go. Oh, he is. How did I miss that? Well, well yep. Damn. Dang, that changes my pick a little bit. No, it does not. I'm sticking. I'm I'm leading off because I've been so antsy, jumping, trying to jump the gun here. Uh, all the chat already write this down, Jarrett. The entire chat is going with yeah, KFB. Yeah, they, they pick KFB. But already. hey, yeah. last year at Richmond, it was the Thor Sports Show. I believe they swept the top three mm-hmm. positions. I'm going with two-time winner this year, Ben Rhodes. I don't really like Ben Rhodes, but now at least thought- if if he wins, at least I I can take pride in the fact that I know I picked him. So. I thought you were going to say Johnny Sauter. Like, what? Oh, no, I'll go, no. I'll go oh, God, next no. because I don't actually have to say uh, really too much because my next my, my race pick for the truck series has also been Rhodes because he's starting from the pole, and I think that oh, he's going to – He's got that track position. He's got track position. He's been running fast. He's 
I think he's going to give uh, old KFB a bit of a run for his money. Hey, listen, man. We all know the deal. KFB's here. You, you know, he's going to do his thing. So KFB for me. Mm-mm. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. He's going to do his thing. And at Richmond, too. Oh, yeah. KFB. Ben Rhodes to go wreck him on accident. <laughs> Better <laughs> not. <laughs> I swear. You know what? I'm actually going to go with Austin Hill. I think it's time for him to get a win this season. Hmm. Austin Hill. Start second right behind your, your boy Broad, so Yeah. They take each other out in the first turn. And then Kyle Bush goes and wins. <laughs> yeah, it goes on. Wins. <laughs> Let's see. I think I'm gonna pick Kyle Bush as well. Yeah, I, I, there you go. I just it, it, knowing the position that the uh, the guest pick is in. You gotta go with the uh, safe bet, right? I, I gotta go with the safe bet. That's the <laughs> that's the smart play, I think, here. Hmm. All right, can't fault you for that one. All right, well, there you go. Those are our picks for the Camping World Truck Series race at Richmond. Now we talk about the Cup Series race on Sunday. Of course, we have three different picks. We begin with our who's going to suck pick. I'll admit, I didn't really give this one that much thought. You know, The easy choice would just be to go with one of the SHR drivers, not named Kevin Harvick, because he'll probably still drag his car <laughs> into the top 10, even if it's terrible. He could be on a go- in a go-kart out there and will find a way to finish on the lead lap. So talent, talent. I won't take that easy option. I'll go with another driver who was mentioned earlier by the chat who struggled a bit more than maybe a tiny bit more than I expected this year, but I'll go with Ross Chastain. Um, yeah. I'm gonna, oh, go ahead. I'm next. <laughs> oh, I know. Sorry. I'll, sorry about that. I'll, um, I'm going to take the easy one. I'm just going to go Eric Almirola until he proves me wrong. <laughs> I'm next, right? I'm good. All right. I'm next. Yeah. Right. All right. Um, Tyler Reddick. I mean, he's just been. So disappointing. I mean, the sophomore slump has caught up to him. I mean, Jarrett picked him uh, to win Homestead, finishes P2, and then has basically disappeared the rest of the year. Tyler Reddick. Uh, two bad weeks in a row. It ain't looking good for my guy, Bowman. I'm going to put him mm. in the suck up Richmond. Oh, uh, no. Danny's lost hope. He's lost all so hope. so sad to see. <laughs> Tyler, how about you? Um, let's see. I think I'm going to pick Matt DiBenedetto. I mm. think, um, gosh, I, it hurts me to say that, but um, mm, it's true. Man, I mean, yeah, I think that'll be my pick. Looking at the chat, I see, I saw a lot of Alan Cody Rollins. Ware. I now, see Cody Ware, now of course. I'm a lot of Blaney. Now I'm seeing Blaney and Cody Ware. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I, 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 let's not take the that low of hand. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Come on. Come on. Why Blaney? Blaney's had played so well last week. I see some Almirola's mixed in there. Yeah. I would remember mean, if yeah. you pick Blaney in the chat, you can't you can't make your suck pick your win pick. So yeah. just saying, it's taking a pretty pretty notable driver oh, wait, off is, the board. Is, isn't Blaney's track well, record in the well, Cup Series at Richmond not the best though? Remember last year when I when I I swore up and down he was going out the first round. It was because of all those tracks in that first round, Richmond being one of them. Mm, that's yeah. true. That's Some, true. So, someone said Dennis Rodman. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> see, got the Bulls stuck in their mind now, Jerry. Uh, I see. Good yeah, goals. I see. I see a lot of Blaney and Almirola from my perspective, and now a lot of Blaney's. Well, that, let's make let's just make every pick different for this one and do Blaney. Yeah, okay. yeah Blaney, Blaney. So we all pick different people for each one of the suck picks. And there's a Taylor plate. And of course. <laughs> of course. All right. Well, moving on now to our underdog pick or our dark horse pick, however you want to phrase it. I'll kick things off. I'm going with uh, Austin Dillon. This was you know early in the playoffs last year. He ran top five. He had showed all that speed. He hasn't shown that kind of speed to start this season, but – 
he ran pretty well at Martinsville last week. Did he end up with the top 10? Because he ran there for a lot of the race until he had a late, no, he had that penalty. He had that one lap penalty for pitting outside the box, still drove back to mm. finish like 14th on the lead lap. So I'm going with Austin Dillon as my dark horse. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and skip my turn because I'm also agreeing with wow. Eric and going with Austin Dillon. I yeah, I am too. So such a consensus. I'm really curious to see how track house racing is going to be able to respond. You know, um, they had the top five um, at dirt Bristol, then struggled at Martinsville, got into some trouble. Let's see how they were, um, how they uh, respond this weekend. Daniel Suarez. Uh, I got to say the Austin Dillon picks pretty uh, sounds really good, but I think this is the week we see 2311 uh, maybe start to get, Show out, show some finish. I think a top uh, ten finally. Yeah, I, I think we'll see a top ten out of them this week. I, they were, uh, they had speed at Phoenix, kind of a similar track, just not the speed. track position. They had speed at Bristol too. Yeah, had speed at Bristol. They honestly last uh, last weekend, I felt like they had led laps. Had some, yeah, they led laps. Like they, if track position is so important, but I think this week, I think they'll uh, work their way up there and get a good finish. Hopefully, hopefully. I like that pick. The chat is unclear. I saw a lot of Dylans at first. Now it's kind of a mix. I'm, I'm, I see Newman's name. Oh yeah, I just I just realized. Yeah, I just realized. Yeah, Austin Cendrick is racing too. That's another mm-hmm. good. I'm curious to see his performance this weekend. Okay, now I'm starting to see some Bubba's and some Dylans in there. Yeah, I see a. Yeah, okay. I don't see one person I, in particular. All right, I don't see, all right, I'm starting to see Maybe. a lot more Austin Dale. And even one guy said Ace is dead. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I've seen a few more of those. A few, a couple for Bell, Christopher Bell as well. I'll throw a few of his in there, but I think they're leaning towards Dylan. Yeah, I see more Dylans now. So yeah. that's what it's like. I'm, like. I'm, I'm going Austin Dylan on that one. Somebody Austin said Pawn Dillon. Stars. <laughs> Somebody said Pawn Stars. <laughs> I go Austin Dylan. Let me call him my buddy who's an expert. <laughs> All right, so you got that down, Jarrett. We'll move on now to the most important category of course what is this darian who's gonna win who's gonna win at richmond you made another very good face there but i'm too lazy to screenshot and add to my background this somebody somebody will do that somebody will do Uh, that all right so who's gonna win if someone does a does a shocking win pick have the shocking darian face on the green (laughs) screen yeah yeah, cody where just kidding (laughs) uh well rain I don't really have a strong reason for this pick other than he's just generally been fast at every race this year. He's been good at this track in the past. I'll kind of the same thing with my with my truck pick. I don't really want Ben Rhodes to win, but now if he does, at least I have those points. I'm like feeling good about my pick. Same thing goes for Cup. I'm not rooting for Joey Logano, but I think he has a really good chance of winning, so he is my pick. I'm so glad that you picked somebody different than I was picking. Ah, good, good. <laughs> the two of the last three you have – I'm going with Truex, um, but, you know, not just because he's, you know, he just won. I mean, it's part of the reason. It's a pretty big reason. Uh, but just him and James Small are, are, are clicking right now. I mean, even in in, in post-race, uh, they were going – the way they go back and forth, a little banter between them. Oh, yeah, I mean, he's Australian. Those, he's Australian. Yeah, oh, yeah, that, that's very entertaining there. Mm-hmm. Um, but those two just mesh, man. Like they, they are fitting in really well. Uh, I think year two – you know, we were talking about a sophomore slump for like guys like Reddick, for instance. I don't see a sophomore slump for for small being on top of the box. Um, man, this is uh, this is he's going to do pretty well, I think. I mean, he's finished what first and second in the last mm-hmm. two Richmond races. Yeah, and 
I think that keeps going, man. I think that keeps going. He's he Truex has only gotten better at short tracks, and I have no reason whatsoever to see why, unless something happens to him, which is very possible, why he can't be a top two car once again. All right, listen here, dude. All right, you had dirt Bristol, you didn't man up in the final two laps, okay? Then Martinsville, you got beaten at <laughs> once again. Didn't even um, didn't even finish in um, in second either so um my points unfortunately um um are uh, on the downswing but uh denny third time's a charm please 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 win this race okay you are like ahead of the cut line by what was it 145 146 194 nearly 200 and you still don't have a win yet denny come on Man up in the final two laps and get that first win of 2021. Come on now. 194 points above the cut line and you still don't have a win. Denny Hamlin, I swear. There's that face. There's that face right there. But no, you're, you're, I was how so shocked was, you were to hear how many how many points Denny Hamlin has. I was I was so pissed. I think he has I the same so, shirt on too. No, no, no. That's a different. That's not like you said. No, 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 but, different. but no, I was so pissed in the chat after the race because Hamlin was leading that that entire freaking thing it seemed like and then the final 30 laps he loses it and then who else picked chase elliott wasn't it um um, who else picked somebody picked chase elliott though so i got third place points unfortunately because the other two pick points finished ahead of me i picked chase elliott last week yeah so picks picks last week went one two three four thirty third all right, so, who was the guest last Love week? It. That was Michael's fault. Yeah, and he was fourth. Was. No, oh, he was fourth. Oh, oh. My no, pick, no, that, that I picked Jared Brad Kozlowski, fault. and oh. everything went wrong. Yeah, oh, so mind. in conclusion, Denny Hamlin, please get that first win. It, it's annoying. <laughs> uh, my pick uh, has got one win here in the past and arguably worse equipment, and it'll be his second one of the year. Kyle Larson is my pick to win at Richmond. Hmm. Larson? Lawson, Lawson. Because he, he, I think I had him, had him to suck at Martinsville last week, and he did a lot better than I thought he would. Yeah, he's in the Hendrick stable yeah. now, so he's got all those notes. All right, I think I'm going to pick Chase Elliott, starting third. Uh, you know, I think he's going to be fast this weekend. I, I feel good about that one. He's been close. To, like this last week, he finally yeah. didn't have anything go wrong, and he was, you know, in contention at yeah. the end. Yeah. He's been knocking on the door, and he's, you know, he's I think this better. is his weekend. Yeah. Now, the chat, I have seen a big <laughs> mixture of MTJ and Larson in Let's here. Let's see. I see Derek yeah. Cope, Kim Jong-un, Jennifer <laughs> Joe Cobb. <laughs> you know. Get funky on a Get Friday night. On a Friday. I like that comment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with anything, but I like it. Robbie Gordon. Okay, all right. Let's Norm. Pick real drivers. Hey, pick Robbie I, Gordon. I dare y'all. I, I saw iCarly, Dan's moms. <laughs> Oh, Dance Mom, dude. Is that show even still on? My mom used to watch that show all the time. That James fat lady Small, would I, always yell at the kids. I'm going to count James Small as MPJ, so. I've seen some more Kyle Bushes. Yeah. yeah. I've seen a lot of Kyle Bushes. I think it's between him and Truex right now. Well, as I say that, like. I see three for Byron. Where do these come from? Uh, Joe Biden, Joe Mama, and the Iceberg. I thought Brad Coleman, he got one. That's big. Hey, I mean, uh, some, they're saying Kyle Bush sweeps the weekend some are. I'm surprised too. I mean, Kyle Busch, he's he's so low in the standings um, compared to his standards. Why don't y'all ever make this easy for us? (laughs) Dave Marcus. (laughs) I just love it. For the winner's picks, they always pick the most random guys. I'm seeing more Byron and Kyle Busch now. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I'm seeing a lot of... I think I'm seeing do, a lot do, of Kyle Bush's. Do we, do we want to make just, again, seeing how it's very even, we'll just make every single one of our picks different and give them Kyle Bush or... Well, yeah. Kyle Bush or Byron is a different pick. Uh, let's, uh, let's give him Kyle okay. Bush. I'm sorry well, to say Kyle let's Bush. Give, let's give him an option. Kyle right. Bush and William Byron. Those are, because yeah. those are the ones that have been coming if, up the most. Okay. okay. If, if you want Kyle Bush to make it easier instead so of names mix in, do 18 or do 24. Yeah. 18 or 24. <laughs> now we wait for the, the lull. Yeah. Yep. Should only be a few seconds. Let's see. So, oh, so I see. Y'all, y'all read any good books lately? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is, to- oh, jeez. Jeez! Wow. What? Uh, I'm saying cool. more. Eight, I'm saying more. Eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. That chat just blew up. Yeah, it's 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 gone. I, I see sixty nine mixed in there too. Yeah, I saw. A of course, of, of course. Mm-hmm. Yep. Gotta give him Kyle Bush. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Give so, him K- KFB. Looking at this for our cup suck picks and cup win picks, we have chosen everyone has chosen a unique driver for each of those. That's so big. basically for the cup picks, like there's, there's probably going to be a wide change points wise with a lot of it this weekend. Cause yes. there's no one tying with the same pick. Mm-hmm. And then, you, and then you, and then you have the truck win picks and it's Hill, Kyle Bush roads. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. All right. Well, good picks. Uh, That's basically going to do it for this episode. We have a couple final super chats to read through really quick uh, from Josh Berry Lawn Care again. Uh, On the nuclear engine idea, Denny hits the wall in California. The San Bernardino Strait gives way and California becomes an island. Oh, no. (laughs) I think I've seen that a movie or two about that. Uh, Then we had a couple from GN. You had the one about spelling Bestrick without Best and W. And then when I joked about Ick, he replied, okay, Eric, Ick stands for incredible caring king. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> incredible charismatic king yeah, hey charismatic yeah. yeah there you go oh there my god go. and then the last in, one in, incredibly conniving karen's in nashville <laughs> <laughs> why has karen got to ruin everything danny why has it got to ruin it and then the final one uh thank you brandon for the very generous ten dollar super chat i lifted ran showered played car x and you've been live for all of it thanks guys oh thanks for oh, nice. letting well, us be a part well, of your evening damn he's wor- so he's working out and listen to, uh, to us okay 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 Good. so Good man. N- now that we know that next week we just need to go run run faster run run run, run. keep pushing and keep i'll pushing. spin the ufo since no one asked <laughs> oh that's right there we go <laughs> no no oh we there got we go. one hey yeah, you asked. just got a super chat yeah just got a super chat just in time clutch spin thank the you. saucer thank you josh berry long karen bird feeders that's a that's a name tyler Tyler, you're working on a a project right before we head out you're working you're working on something big aren't you? well okay so i just retweeted it actually not too long ago um but echo park is doing a giveaway uh a really nice giveaway for um uh some tickets to the coda race they're gonna fly you there they're gonna get you a nice hotel it's gonna be beautiful um so you know go to my twitter at tyler stukesbury and there you can find a link to uh get signed up uh highly recommend you do that i'll be there i'm filming i'm working really? so nice. yeah nice so Sweet. i'll be uh i'm uh working for echo park that weekend so that's cool. it'll nice. be a fun time big time sweet deal. yeah definitely enter that because if you if you win if you get to go you might see tyler you might see me you might see Jarrett. I, I always forget darren are you gonna be there uh yeah, he's staying in my yeah. Home, yeah, oh, yeah he's staying in my yeah, hotel yeah, with yeah. me oh my gosh <laughs> that's how very yeah. how very cost efficient yeah. of you guys you guys are eligible to enter the contest as well so. <laughs> 
Can I get That's a good. refund of my tickets? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confident I'm going to win. I just throw my tickets away. Right. Uh, oh, we got more Super Chats. Oh, it's awesome sweet stuff. tickets, by the way. Oh, important. Oh. Yeah. That's for big. Saturday and Sunday. I forgot about that. That's big. I want tickets to let me go up on the tower up there. I've been up there before. They've got like part of it that's like a glass floor and like you got oh, cars yeah. racing yeah. right beneath you. It's how yeah. they, they need a suite up there. Now that they would do. be that would yeah. be <laughs> uh, a couple final super chats. Thank you, Timothy's random stuff. Hello. Hope you've had a good night. Uh, and then Josh Berry again. Yes, Darian, it is a name. Look at my profile picture. Very unprofessional. <laughs> He's got the the Josh Berry uh that's a perfect. That's a beautiful, yeah, beautiful profile. Great picture. stuff. Um, well, thank you so much, uh, Tyler, for joining us for over thank two you. hours. Um, you're on YouTube, tight in loose off. Is there any other places that you'd like to shout out? Any other places that people can find you? Yeah, uh, my Twitter is probably the main one uh, at Tyler Stukesbury. I, I tweet a little bit here and there, so um, go check that out. Uh, and then I'm probably more active on my cat's Instagram account than I am my own. So <laughs> follow Ralph Stukesbury. Um, it's named after Ralph Arnhart. So oh, he's a, he's a nice. fun time and he's, he's a tuxedo cat. So he's got the, um, the, the, he's got the, uh, GM or the good ranch fire suit kind of thing going on. So <laughs> it's really nice. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. Well, uh, and then next week for the NASCAR weekly podcast, we will be on, he's doing a little dance over there. We'll be on Jarrett's channel. The iceberg, uh, will be yep. live on, uh, is it Wednesday or yeah, we'll be live yeah. Wednesday, just after Wednesday, the iRacing event. April 21st. Yeah. After iRacing 9 PM Eastern, an hour later than we usually start mm -hmm. 9 PM Eastern, 8 PM central time. Uh, and at least at the moment we'll have to make, you know, sure that everything is good, but to Tony Breidinger, uh, is at least slated for now to be able to uh, come yeah. onto the show. So be sure to watch, see her on. And uh, yeah, I, th I think it's going to be a really fun show. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. And I know tonight was a very, very fun show. Thank you everyone in the chat for hanging out with us. Thank you guys for chiming in, adding to the conversation, conversation, adding to the content. I had a lot of fun. Thank you everyone for being here. Jarrett, do you have the Dale call to kind of play us out as is per the Dale tradition? Call. All right. And I, I listened back last week, and while it didn't sound good to everybody in the Zoom call, it actually sounded really good for the outro from where I was at. So, uh, all right, I'll get it out right now. I love and, that shirt, by the way. I didn't realize you were wearing that shirt. That's oh, yeah, cool. I got this at uh, Martinsville in 2015. Oh, that, that is shirt. nice. Yeah, I think it was, yeah, I think, I think it was that one. All right, hell yeah, here we go. Hit us with it. I'm going back here, so oh. don't go out. Oh, okay, go all the way back. It says Dale Yeah on the back of the shirt, my God. <laughs> that is, Dale, yeah. that is Dale, a NASCAR yeah. shirt right there. All right, ready? Absolutely, go for it. That's pretty good. That's yeah, perfect. I heard it pretty good. I heard it pretty good. Perfect. Bye, everyone. Right. Take care. Bye bye. Have a great rest See of you your guys. night. See y'all next week. Goodbye.
Eric Estep here. This episode is brought to you by Forney Industries. Get it done with green. Forney offers a full line of welding and plasma cutting machines, metalworking accessories, and more. For do-it-yourselfers all the way to professional metalworkers, Forney has everything you need for your next project. Shop Forney's top-of-the-line products at forneyind.com. That's Forney, F-O-R-N-E-Y, ind, I-N-D.com, or at an authorized Forney dealer near you.